Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. It's been a hot minute since TR and Tim have been on the air, but we're back. Uh, Thomas, how is things going this fine Saturday morning? And you can't hear me. Wonderful. Or I can't hear you. Hold on as we deal with the technical difficulties. Thomas, 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 are you there? Okay, it must be on my end then. Hold on. There, can you hear me now? Hello? Hello? There, there we, we go. go. Yeah, but now you sound like a fucking alien. Well, hold, hold on, on a second. I don't know how to make that work better. Um, Do I sound like an alien? What about now? What about now? How about tonight? That's a song by Lone Star. Um, anyway, yeah, you you are the normal Tim now. Am I the normal okay. Tom? Yeah, except I'm. I don't know what's going on. I'm not. I can't hear you through the. I'm getting both going here. If that goddamn Nate would give us some feedback from goddamn Bash at the Beach, we could fucking figure it out. Yeah, because this is this is bullshit. Here in two of you. Well, there's only one of me. Even my nuts. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do about this. Um. Oh, hold well, on I, I, I always I wanted to. Okay. Okay, what about now? Okay, what about now? 
<laughs> you're still you still have you still have an echo a reverb like a, I wanted in a music studio. All right, what about now? Clear as day. Okay. All right, well, now that's a start of, you know, fucking hit the ground running. So, yeah. Yeah. Tim, back. Tommy. Not you. Oh. All right, fair enough. It's Nate sabotaging us from Bash at the Beach. Poor Nate. That poor fella. The king of the marks. I, I did a match with fucking Gilberg. Drop the name Harley Lewis. He probably don't remember me, but God, I gotta hey, tell him Gilbert. everything to say. Dwayne Gill's a nice, nice guy. I haven't seen him in twenty years. He's a good guy. But... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he gotta have a sense of humor to do that whole thing. Uh, he was always happy to be there. He was an Indy Maryland guy. Rambling Rich Myers was always hanging down there. A name from the past. Good dude. Um, we're down. Uh, I don't know where. I guess I went to well, Maryland probably, to do shows. Um, that was probably the best paydays he ever had, probably. Eh? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. Jesus, <laughs> you kill me with that. That's Eli Drake. If you don't recognize the. Uh... Um, all right. I so think I this is stacking up. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, some of them are better than others. But go ahead. I want to hit you with this story. Um, I love stories. Well, this is this is one of those ones that uh, is kind of weird a little bit, and depending on how what side of the fence you're sitting on, probably. But now that you're a full-time working man, maybe you got a different opinion than what you would have had previously. So I'll throw. Yeah, this some at things change. Yeah, so I'll throw this at you. Um, Mind you, this isn't in the United States. This has only happened in, in uh, Britain so far. Uh, Walmart people are uh, picketing Walmart, or not Walmart, oh, Amazon. Boy. Sorry, picketing Amazon. Oh, oh good, fuck okay. them. They're competition because it's a Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the guy claims this is the the claim is that uh, workers aren't uh, the, the the warehouses are horribly unsafe. People are getting hurt all the time. And to the point, and Amazon is such a bad employer that uh, they're not even allowed to uh, stop for bathroom breaks. You have to pee in a water bottle. This is his claim. Now, he's a politician. So what he would know about it, I'm not sure. So I'm reading the story, and this is his claim. Now, another guy who works there, he says, well, yeah, there are some accidents, but the reason that is is because most of the people who they hire – are young or immigrants so they don't speak english very well they don't understand a lot of the things that they probably should and the company just really probably should just spend a little more time training people and most of it wouldn't happen and he said the bathroom thing he says he has no idea what the guy's talking about he says you're they can't stop you from going to the bathroom you just go right what they're going to do so now you work without getting into any of the details in a in a place where there's a lot of people moving around, things of that nature. What are your feelings on that whole situation? You know, 
uh, it must be divine intervention because I've been wanting to cut a promo on Amazon for a long, long time. They're so fucking disorganized that Jeff fucking probst the host of Survivor owns the fucking <laughs> yeah, company or whatever. I got that one. <laughs> or Jeff Bezos or Pesos or whatever Jeff fucking Bezos, name is. Yeah. The richest man in the world who uh, changed his body more times than Pamela Anderson. That fucking dude should have just stuck with his books, his stupid fucking books when people read instead of fucking expanding and exploding because he don't know how to fucking pay people. Um, he says, we'll start you. I, I hear it every day on radio. We'll start you at $15 an hour. No experience necessary. Let me tell you something about that kind of warehouse work because I do it. Uh, $15 an hour is criminal. It's fucking, it's the equivalent of fucking uh, the, the slave shops in uh, China because yeah, I do expect. Yeah, I do expect um, accidents because he's a dummy, and uh, I do expect. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I give. I'll, I'll have a cup of tea with the Brits on this one because they're a bunch of fucking lame brains. Uh, no organization, just a ton of money, and the sheep who they who order from them and and are customers of theirs. Uh, on a recent episode of Shameless, I don't know if you watch, I don't know if the I listeners do. watch, but they were in their regular bar, and a guy who uh, uh, delivered allegedly for Amazon, they never said that, but he went in the bathroom, jerked off with his belt around his neck, ordered a beer and a shot, which is not appropriate for a, a, a carrier, <laughs> I should tell you, and I would never even think of doing such a thing, but you know, it is a fictional television show, and he, they believed he he killed himself doing that because he didn't come out of the bathroom. And the guys at the bar open to the public of the United States and the world, if it airs, I don't know what Showtime's reach is on a live level. They call it Scamazon, where uh, we, uh, my company and others, uh, you know, do a little bit of research. Not, you know, it's so busy that you can't weed everybody out, but uh, we try to have the ones where we just drop it off without a signature or some verification that it was dropped. Um, Amazon just drops it off. So Scamazon was created by the scum that is uh, a portion of the public that will get, say, I don't know, an iPhone and say they didn't get it. And Amazon has so much money to not pay its employees but to, uh, you know, just throw around expensive items, they'll just send them another, and the fucker will have two phones. So it's like, you know, hold up your end of the deal, Amazon. It's a non-union workplace, so I am pro-union. I love my union. I don't want to mention it. I will if they give me permission to sometime in the future, but a brother and sisterhood who look look out for these things. Uh, kudos to the Brits for uh, for whoever that dude is, because I could see some of these. Um, the company's major. Don't get me wrong; it's it's a humongous company, and they got a ton of money behind them that keeps growing. But unfortunately, the people, the little people that they hire, I could see them making a supervisor out of just somebody that's never even put a skid on a. 
for me, that's the biggest problem with this. With this, that fucking dude, personally, is worth 117 billion dollars. Yeah, like all right. Am- Amazon did in revenue for 2018 because I just looked it up. 232 billion. Billion we're talking about. Yeah. They can't. They can't spend fucking. Uh, Fifty million on some fucking safety, or whatever no. you know, whatever whatever's required there. I mean, they can, I don't know how many warehouses Amazon has, but I'm I'm guessing it's not a. I mean, I'm sure it's not like three, but I don't think it's like five hundred either, because I'm pretty sure they're just great big fucking places. Uh, you know, fucking could be such a dick and pay some fucking wages for Christ's sake. It's not going to kill you. Like he, I could he, see if they he, were on the fucking razor's edge of profit margin and whatever. I mean, they netted $10 billion last year. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be after some fucking seriously creative accounting so that they don't they don't pay any fucking taxes. You know, it, it's just bullshit. So you probably feel pretty good about the fact that he got divorced and his wife took him for $47 billion. Yeah, um... I, I don't think that guy's any anything good uh, at all. Um, that's my personal opinion, and does not. Yeah, I, I mean, I anybody I'm I don't know with. how much money he if he's a big uh, philanthropist or not. I'm not sure. Um, I'm gonna look that up now so I don't throw him under the bus entirely. You know, but he you know, shit mo- like that. Okay, okay, uh, you're worth 117 billion, and he gives 500 thousand dollars to a nonprofit. Well, big whoopty shit. That's like you and me giving 10 bucks to the you know yeah. the fucking Christmas seals people, you know, or whatever. Or the baby seals. Yeah, the baby seals. Well, or to well, or in my case, because I live up in the north, maybe I give it to the the hunters and for better clubs. Oh, you dirty bastard! Nah, they don't or, do that anymore. They don't. Do or the, they haven't done it for, haven't done it for years. Or or yeah. seals and croft. Seals. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right, that's I'm who I. That one. That's who I clubbed. Seals and croft. You, you used to hear them in the club, probably. There you go. Back in your Studio Fifty Four days. Yeah, I was with there with Paul Heyman. I we both managed, but he never gave me credit. Oh, that guy. You can't trust a Paul Heyman, you know that, right? Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so that's fair. We're on the same page there. How about the, how about this one? I don't know if you heard this. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen, you know who he is, right? Yeah, he's the legit boss in the WWE. <laughs> well, that's his alter ego, uh, Borat. No, uh, Borat and and the, and the horribly offensive Bruno with the cocks everywhere I look. Swinging in my face. I thought it was gay porn. So now this dude um, attacks Facebook and says that Facebook, well, social media in general, says that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all these places should ban uh, right-wing ads. Now, Facebook guy, should ban right-wing ads. Yeah, they should not. He says, uh, Facebook is so uh, right-wing, Hitler could have got away with anti-Jewish ads on Facebook. 
This is what he said. Uh, now, I want to throw in there that, remember now, this is a guy who in one of his movies sang a song about, let's make sure we get all, burn all the Jews so it can free my country. Now, granted, that is in a comedic, a, a comedic sense, but he called Facebook the greatest propaganda machine in history. Uh, he may have a point with that, but I don't agree with what he wants to get rid of. Um, well, you either got to get you either got to get rid of all of it or none of it. Yeah, yeah, you just so, can't have a bunch of southpaws running amok. Right. That that's your that's your that's your choice. I mean, I got. Yeah, I I don't know. Mind you, my my brain goes okay. If you're relying on Facebook for your political information, <laughs> you you yeah. probably are not. Well, I don't want to go crazy here, but I, I'm going to say that you're probably mis, a misinformed individual if that's the case. Because yeah, you can't really talk think, to uh, anybody I've, anymore. I think Allie G better just pipe down. Allie G, I remember that back in the day. I mean, to his credit, he, he, he was creative and made me laugh in a, in a few instances uh, during Borat during. Uh, some allergy, but for for him to be offended at anything is just like, come on. It's it's funny how these celebrities they somehow feel that their opinions on things are more important than anybody else's. Yeah, you know, I, I, I am a celebrity, therefore you must. What I say holds much more value than what you say. My least favorite, and I don't know how you feel about this guy, but he seems to do no wrong and. Like everybody I follow or that follows me or somehow every time he comments, there'll be 80,000 retweets and he's so left and he's so fucking corny. Uh, like there was a, uh, there was a time or two that he made me, uh, it's not where you, where you think I'm going. I don't think. Um, oh, okay. Fair enough. There was a time or two that, you know, uh, he's, he's, you know, talented, uh, as a, as a film and television actor and does other things. Uh, Patton Oswalt, if, if that little fat fuck says anything, 80 fucking dudes will retweet it that I know. He'll, like Kid Rock posted something and, you know, he retorted something to put him in his place. That little fat putz, he's he's married to the girl who I jerked off to when I was a kid, the, the Dream a Little Dream Girl, at least he was. Remember that movie? Dream a Little Dream of Me, that one? She's a dark-haired chick. She was well-built at, like, age, I don't know, oh, let's say 18. Um, Corey Feldman, maybe, weird. Corey Haim. I don't I'm, know. I'm, look, I'm trying to, I'm looking him up to see what is, because uh, I'm not sure. But his other... His other wife passed away, but he was a uh, what do you call it a, a militant atheist about okay, how he was stupid married those... to Michelle McNamara. That's the current who, di- one who died. Who okay. died, and now he is married to Meredith Salinger. Yeah, she's the chick from. Okay, yeah, she dream. was in the 1989 teen comedy Dream a Little Dream. Yeah, she had starring huge Cor- hands back the Corys, then. Right. Yeah, starring the Corys. 
Great body back then. I don't know what she's got going on now. Uh, but How old is this woman? Well, she's 50 years. She's 49. She'll be 50, so maybe. Yeah, she still looks pretty good. Yeah, that Pat Oswalt's uh, a little pussy. I, I feel that way about all these dudes. Um, I used to like like Jimmy Fallon. Or uh, I don't, or the other one, uh, Jimmy is that Kimmel. A tweet, a tweet reference or a show reference? No, to the show. And okay. Then, and then when Trump got into power, and I mean whether you love Trump, hate him, whatever, then suddenly all that show became was let's make as many fucking stupid jokes about Trump as we can possibly dream up. Then we'll have a celebrity on who who hates Trump, and we'll talk about how much we don't like him, and how he just has to go. And that's like I rem- I'm old enough, and you are too. You remember that show when it used to be Johnny Carson, and it was fucking funny. Yeah. And it was worth watching. And now, like, late night television has become late night. Daily let's show. Bitch about, put up, let's bitch about politics. Yeah. Uh, Colbert is the flag, flag bearer, flag, oh, whatever, Fox, Fox leader. Stephen Colbert. And there's that other one who's on, um, he's British. Um, Oliver. Yeah. John Oliver. And he's even worse. Like, everything is just fuck Trump and fuck America. America sucks balls. And it's just like, fuck, dude, you're over here making a living. Every American I know is making more money since Trump. But, you know. Well, like I said, I mean, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm on the record as being a, a conservative or as in you guys call them Republicans. But only to a point. Trump says and does some incredibly dumb fucking things. Sure. But so has every president. He's just he's just he's just not very presidential about no. how he goes about his business. But I don't really think. I mean, if you take the rose-colored glasses off and have a look, I don't think he's ever he's done anything. Any, you know, they talk about oh well, they're they're fucking the older the the, the, the immigrants who try to come in. To, you know, they separate them from their parents and 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 then they send them back to the country they came from. Well, that's been going on for as long as there's been a country. There's you know, that's, footage nothing, of Hillary, that's nothing new for the Trump administration. You know, that's nothing new. There's footage of Hillary, Bill, Obama, uh, the Bushes. Both sides have always used as a selling point to secure our borders. It's no different except that he's kind of a white trash rich guy who doesn't know how to well, and, and be presidential. And he, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't do it in political speak. He goes right. out there and says, "We're going to send those illegal immigrants back to where the hell he came from, to the shitholes they came from." <laughs> you know? uh, uh, that's right. really what they were doing before. Yeah, and I, I have to, you know, if I haven't done this in a while, I have to smarten you guys up. All Trump did was cut out the middleman. The wealthy of America run either the Democratic Party or the Republican yeah. Party. And that's who make the rules. They're boosters. They're supporters. They're donors. And that's where the laws lean. Uh, And there is no such thing as liberals and Democrats. It's the wealthy who want something a certain way, you dummies. You dummies. Yeah. I I firmly believe that it makes – I mean, as a regular person, as a regular run-of-the-metal working person in, in America and in Canada for me too, it doesn't matter who's in power. My day-to-day life changes very, very little. 
from whether there's a, a, a lefty or a righty in power. They may do some social things that I don't care for one way or the other, but I don't really see it. It's not like suddenly, you know, like these people, they oh, all the day Trump takes over. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to move. I can't stand to live in America anymore with Trump as president. Okay, None here. of them move. No, 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 not a single one, because that was just total bullshit. You know, yep. it's just, it's part of the whole, and I don't, I'm, I'm, I've learned to temper my my thoughts on a lot of this stuff because uh, I realize I, I'm not so stupid as to not realize that things do change, and what our generation thought was normal is no longer normal in some areas. Um, but that still doesn't excuse stupidity. You know, like if you're, you know, if the will of the people is to pass a law that says you can walk around naked on the streets. Well, then I guess that's, you know, I'd vote against it. But if it passes, then I have to live with it. Uh, yeah. too, many people right, too many people right now, okay, I don't like what's going on, and it must fucking stop immediately. And I don't care if it means some poor bastard loses his job for something he said or did fucking 20 years ago, or may, and half the time we're not even sure if he did it or said it. It's just... You know, somebody said he did, so that's fucking good enough. Due process is fucking totally flown out the window in most cases. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, I get it. It's a new generation, and they see the world differently than we do. I'm fine with that. I know I saw it differently than my parents did. But I don't recall. Like, there seems to be some type of a... It's not just not only do we want some change... But there's some. It's almost like they, there's hatred involved in it. You know, like. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I don't. That's the part I don't get. Like, if you don't like yeah. things, there's more of you than there is of us. Just fucking vote the guy out. Right. Like it's not really that hard. No, they 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 can't decide on which uh, which one of them they want because it's. It's a bunch of dildos, quite frankly, and uh, you know they'll they'll split their votes with Warren and fucking every time I say Warren, I, I think of my old buddies, the Warren brothers. But anyway, um, shout out to where are you, Warren brothers? But anyway, uh, and 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 old ass Bernie and old ass Biden and whoever the fuck's else over there, you probably know better than me. Well, I got Elizabeth Biden, Elizabeth Warren, basically the front, the the ones that are really left that have any chances. Elizabeth Warren, uh, Joe Biden, and Bernie Sanders. That's pretty much it. Cory Booker was around, but but he's kind of out, right? Yeah, there's Pete Pete Buttigieg, I think his name is, is one who's still left. And there's a couple. There's the, 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 uh, I'm not sure if he's... uh, uh, he's he's Asian anyway. I'm not sure if he's Chinese or Korean heritage or whatever he is. Andrew Yang. He's the one that wants to give a thousand dollars a a month to every American. And people are going, yeah. Like, okay, well, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we're, we're yeah. I mean, that's wonderful. Now, where are you getting the money from? Well, I'm going to tax. I'm going to tax it from the rich people. Okay, <laughs> they're they're not going to a they're not going to allow that. He's and, not smartened up to his own business. And no, B, if you somehow no, did manage to pull that off, you'd only pull it off once. Now where's the money going to come from? 
Yeah, hey, oh, hey, well, hey, you guys. Are, I mean, that's that's the song they all that I hear all the time. Well, your your generation is too is too worried about how we're going to pay for things. Yeah, well, that's because we're the fuckheads who work. You should have yeah. young people. are all, and I shouldn't say. I, I mean, I shouldn't generalize young people, but a lot of them. Oh, and that gives me something else that we can talk about next. Um, a lot of them are like they don't. They're in school. They're not paying for anything. It'll, it, the no. song will change. I can guarantee you, the song will change when it becomes. I got a job, and now you want my money. Correct. Correct. Which takes me to the next story, and this one I really want to hear your thoughts on, and I'll let you talk. Yale Harvard football game. Two of the richest schools in the world. Two hundred and fifty grand to go to to Harvard and Yale. Did Felicity Huffman get somebody in there? No, never mind. Uh, that probably. That who, that who but that's was? not the. But that's not the. Yeah, that's one of them, and the chick from Full House. Yeah, uh, yeah. The hot one, um, but uh, that's not the story. Halftime of the football of the Harvard Yale football game, the longest, I believe, the longest standing rivalry in college football. Halftime comes, mm. and 150 kids run out onto the field to protest climate change and won't leave. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I got into it on Twitter because I made the mistake of typing um, for kids who are supposedly supposed to be America's biggest and brightest, they're not very bright. And people are no. going, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What a wonderful way to... I said, no, what a, what a bunch of hypocrites. There's not a kid out there who doesn't have parents who don't probably either work for a big corporation or own one. They all got multiple houses with multiple vehicles with multiple staffs that don't they don't use or leave a carbon footprint that makes mine look non-existent. But they got the balls to tell me I got to do something about climate change. Yeah, they're, they're, that 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 those two particular schools. It's almost like, come on. We're ta- like we're talking about pretty rarefied air to go into those schools. No, there ain't no poor, poor inner city kids going to Harvard or Yale. And if they fucking, are, somebody's paying right. the ride for them that has money. So and, same deal. And and those are not likely the the people that got in on on merit or on hard work or on whatever. Uh, the the ones that didn't get in from wealthy generations of families. Uh, they are least likely to protest anything. They're they're grateful for what they have. I, I would almost guarantee that there's obese uh, Caucasian females with glasses, and uh, <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> guys named Chad or Chip, Chip. with. Uh, with a sweater that don't even know what climate change is. They think it's in their car uh, when they turn the heat down in the winter. Uh, they don't, they don't know anything. I mean, the climate change uh, argument could go on and on. And sure. There's, there's a ton of evidence that we could do a ton better for our planet, but stay in the stand, you fucking marks. Well, my, my thing was too, like, yeah, I'm not against, um, you know, okay, polluting and these sorts of things. Yeah, they they should do. It would be nice if they could, you know, if they can clean that shit up. I'm not. I don't have a problem with that. 
but they want me to give up. I mean, you know where I live. You, Tim, you, should, yeah. you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't uh, drive a car, and you shouldn't uh, use natural gas or or oil or anything to heat your home. Uh, okay, um, it's minus twenty five here. Uh, should I go out and chop down trees to burn wood to keep my house warm? No, 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 that's that's wrong. Uh, coal? No, no, can't use coal. Nuclear? No, nuclear sucks balls. Okay, well, how am I supposed to keep the house warm? Well, you know, solar panels. You know how many fucking solar panels we'd need? <laughs> you guys yeah. wouldn't have to worry about the sun anymore because we'd have it blocked out. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't, like, give me a, like, I'm all for giving up those things if you have a viable alternative. But they don't. Well, you know, electric, get an electric car. Okay, they're good for about, at least the ones that are on the market now, they're good for about an hour and a half. And that's in regular, nice, sunny California. And that's so good up here. And And if my car stops up here and it's minus 30 and I'm halfway to a town and, you know, that's just not good. Yeah, uh, you know, if if you know, the reality wasn't what I what I emphatically stated earlier that the wealthy America, the you know, one percenters, which can be used in other variations of other situations, but the one percenters of wealth, wealthy America, control your politicians, people. You don't have to argue with your friends and stop being friends because well, yeah, you're, I mean, you're you a can, puppet. You can have a, a different viewpoint. Like, I mean, full disclosure here, our, our co-host, Mr. Nate, is much more of a liberal than both of us. But we don't, we don't fight about it. It's just that's his opinion. Okay, fine. I don't have a problem with that. Think what you want. In fact, I wish more people would think for themselves. Instead of being sheep and being told what's right and what's wrong, you know, I, I would think that our, our our partner in crime, Nate Bush, uh, earlier today, was not uh, pumping up his liberalism with one Gilberg and James Ellsworth because I can't see those guys being uh, very liberal. Well, they just, probably. Just, I mean, a lot of people are. Uh, well, I'm one to be honest. I'm a socially, I'm kind of a liberal, but fiscally, when it comes to money and that sort of stuff, I'm a conservative. I don't think we should just throw money at everything and oh, you don't have so well, never mind. You don't worry, like you know, uh, what's that uh, chick from New York, uh, Alexandria Cortez, who you know, well, you know, why shouldn't everybody just have a house and free health care and free college and free this and free that. Okay, well, like I said, in, in principle, that's wonderful. Now, again, how are we going to pay for it? Oh, well, I don't know. Well, okay, until you figure that out. And really, to be honest, if everybody's got the same, it doesn't really mean anything anymore. And No, I, I, it doesn't. And that that is, uh, you know, the American way and capitalism and uh, yeah, everything else. that's the whole point, it's, right? work ethic and it's you know it's you know you know it's somewhat contradictory to my point that the wealthy one percent rule the world but 
there are advancements that one can make with hard work, dedication, and you know some genetic and some well, luck here and there. And yeah, I mean, I'm not against. You know, okay, you were you were. You know, you're okay, and I and this is, I'm probably going down the road here. To, some people ain't gonna like this, but I don't care. Um, I'm too old to to give a shit. Um, you know, you if you're born in the inner city. And you just you just didn't get a fair shake, and oh. you need help. Okay, I got no problem helping that person. White, black, Latino, don't care. But because you think, and I, you know, I won't throw names out here, but some other people, I'll tell you off air. Some other people that you know, well, you don't know, but you would know on the peripheral through the podcast. We're talking about how. Uh, some some things they needed to purchase were too much money, and it, 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 it was involving school. And I'm like, you know, hashtag first world problem. And they're like, what? I said, man, you, you're going to spend X amount of dollars to go to school, and you're going to bitch about, you know, there there are there are millions of people in the in even in the United States can't afford to go to school. Period. And your big problem is that you don't you don't like this you know that this this thing here costs too much. Well, then don't go. Yeah. Why should I pay? You know, why should I pay for it? Correct. Oh well, it would be nice if you know if my books didn't cost so much money. Well, yeah, it would be. I'm not disputing that. But if you can afford twenty grand to go to school, you can afford another thousand. And if you can't, then don't go to school. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel about it. Save your money, just like I yeah. do. Yeah. I, I don't blame you because, uh, quite frankly, uh, a great percentage of those who have went to, you know, the greatest lengths of education, not that education is a bad thing, and I'm not even uh, inferring no, that. It's, but, and it's not. But there are other routes to financial uh, serenity. Uh, I was well, trying problem, to think of a better word, but. Yeah, the problem with it is the entitlement of it, that somehow because I am now here, I should get this for nothing. Well, yeah. no. That's my problem I, with it. I, I, don't, I don't understand, but um, because I'm trying to read between the lines of, 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 of exactly what you're talking about, and I, I'm, I'm getting – your, your well, even, drive, even the even the generalization that okay, I, I will use another example, because um, another big one in the states is that everybody should get free health care. Well, and then and then the thing they throw at you is well, okay, well Canada has it. Well, no, not really. We don't pay for it like monthly like you guys do, but we pay for it. It's just in taxes. It just comes out, yeah. Everybody it just comes out there. a different. It just comes out a different way. Yeah, I don't have to pay. You know, if I fall down and break my leg, I go over to the hospital and I don't have to worry about getting a bill, like you guys do, depending on what kind of insurance you've got, I guess. But it's not like I don't pay for it. That's why the cost of gasoline here is is what it is, and you know, there's taxes on a lot of things that you know. That's why everything here costs more than it does for you guys. 
So there's the, there's the trade-off there, but nobody wants to see that. I mean, they always go, oh, you get free health care. Well, yeah, but, you know, but no, in the same breath. Well, I, um, I might move up there and use your address for a month if if they allow stem cell to be covered by your free health care. I don't know if that – you pro- – I wouldn't be at. I don't know about in Alberta. I wouldn't be at all surprised to find out it's covered in BC though. BC's yeah, little, man. Uh, I need my knees and my fucking hips. Yeah, they're a little more on the left end of things. Um, it, it, it's just it, it, somehow the you know they used to talk about the me generation, but I think they were wrong. The me generation is right now. Kids yeah. right now seem to seem to think that everything should just be handed to them. And somebody else should pay for it because, goddamn, it's their right to have it. And no, it's not, boys and girls. I hate to break it to you. A little hard work never killed anyone. I mean, I guess there's limits to that stuff, I suppose. I mean, is it, I suppose it's kind of wrong. I don't disagree that, a, you know, like Bezos there that we're talking about, who, you know, is worth $117 billion and don't pay any income tax. You know, okay, that, there's something wrong there. But I don't think he should have to give – I mean, they're talking uh, – I think it's Elizabeth Warren talking about, well, I'm just going to tax the shit out of all billionaires. Because there shouldn't you know be I, Well, you know, that's bullshit. You know why I might, I might vote for her? Solely because I really love that song with Joe Cocker, Love Lifted Us Up Where We Belong. Love Lifted Us Up Where We Belong. That one? Oh, no. That was Jennifer Warren. My fault. That's that's a duet with the two of them. Yeah, but that wasn't the 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 candidate. I always mix these things up. Uh, who 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 was what? Somebody was using that as their. No, no. I was well, being I facetious. I can't rule it out. I was being facetious, oh. uh, mixing well, up you know. Elizabeth Warren and Jennifer Warren. Ah. Uh. Except that wasn't uh, wasn't that from Dirty Dancing? Um, I hope not. I, I was made to watch most of that um, a couple I'm, months I'm ago. Check. I I, I want to say it's it's from one of them '80s type films. Yeah, I think you're correct. I think uh, Joe Cocker was um, not having a seizure during during that tune. Um, <laughs> Every concert, people were wondering if they should put him on his side and make sure he doesn't swallow his tongue. Okay, anyway. well, what's Dirty Dancing? I'm getting that mixed up with, I've had the... And so are you. Jennifer Warren's is, I've had the time of my life. Well, who the hell did Joe Cocker sing with? That's Bill... That's uh, I'm gonna, I'll look that up. That's Bill, Bill Medley and Jennifer Warren's did that, and that's what I'm thinking of, too, on Dirty Dancing. Um... Uh, Stay Joe on Co- Dirty Dancing after you figure this out. Joe Cocker. Uh, let's see here. Joe Cocker, who died in 2014. Really, that long ago already? Wow. Yeah, it creeps up on you. Oh, yeah. no, well, you were partially right. He did sing that with Jennifer Lawrence. See, she's got won a couple the, fucking... Won, won the 1983 Grammy Award. That was her year. Where are you, and Jennifer? It was, oh, it was in Officer and a Gentleman. There you go. I'm there not going to quit. I got nowhere else to go. 
Oh, Joe Cocker. I thought maybe we could we could we could go from that Joe Cocker, we could make the jump to uh, uh I don't know what he's calling himself these days, but he used to, I know him as Cat Stevens. Oh, uh, he's got some, uh, he he became a oh, Yusuf Islam. Oh, fuck him, man. I don't even want to give him a, I don't even want to give him any press here. Yeah, uh, um, uh, but, but I wanted you to stay on Dirty Dancing. I'm glad I stopped you because I would have forgot. Um, the lead female character's name in that? Um, well, in the like in real life, you mean? No, in the movie. In the, the movie, she's baby. Yeah, and I must say, I don't know if it was said on the air in my time. My longtime cat, black and white baby has passed away it's been a you know over a month now but um still a little bit in denial um well uh i have to be honest with you we had uh, we had a eulogy for your cat on the show well that's great i uh yeah not a and not a joking one either a serious one yeah it was a uh, a cool cat, a, a, a terrible loss, uh, surprising, not surprising to me in the in the grand scheme of things, but um, surprising that it happened when it did. I have this uh, relative that is known as Little Johnny, who's a cousin, and Little Johnny's a little off his rocker. He uh, may have an extra chromosome. We don't know. Um but he's somehow he's handy and he's always did these little jobs for my mother. Um, my mother couldn't emotionally take seeing the, the cat in that condition. And I wasn't made aware of this till after the fact I was working and my sister was with her. So they came up with the idea of calling little Johnny to help baby. Um, little Johnny like can turn a wrench maybe, but he can't, uh, fix cats. I mean, and, you know, they could have maybe chosen a cat that. whisperer. Yeah, I, I mean, what the fuck? So they bring this guy out there, uh, who's he, he's very he's partially inaudible. Like he has a speech impediment that's unlike anything I can describe. He's uh, you know allegedly rumor has it that he made experiment with some with some uh, with some substances, etc. So they call him in a panic and it's I hate it because I love the cat but it made me laugh when I was told that he picked it up and shook it to see if it was alive my my poor cat and it wasn't at that point and he tried to give the cat mouth to mouth. Oh my god. You need to you need to know like you need to know this individual, what he's all <laughs> it's about. It's funny, but... It's hilarious, and I hate to laugh at because I love my baby. It's kind of touching my... in another way. <laughs> yeah. It, it's... And then he buried him. He buried him somewhere. He just, like... Uh... Well, that's, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, 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 happy, I'm better with that than that they... Because God only knows what happens when you pay the money to and take him to a vet. I mean, you don't really know at that point, right? Be, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't even know where baby babies' remains mm-hmm. are, so I could. Well, what uh, does that matter? I mean, baby's not there anymore, so. I don't. So know. now is now uh, a bad time for a baby joke? No, my my oh, cat cause was I, cool. Cause now, because you brought up Dirty Dancing, right? 
I was going to crush that movie. The big line is nobody puts baby in a corner, right? (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's true. Yeah. And now, here's a little bit of trivia. Female wrestling groupie. Here's a little bit of trivia for you. Uh, Of course, you remember the movie. I I don't know how well, but uh, the. the, more well than I expected because I, okay, I, the, I sat down sexy, and watched it with someone else. The sexy chick that got pregnant that they thought the Patrick Swayze character was the dad of but wasn't? Yeah. Okay. Do you know who that was in, in the real world? Um, I don't recall. Okay. Her name was Cynthia Rhodes, but her claim to fame is she was married to Richard Marks. Wow. A very underrated singer-songwriter, I must say. Yes, I believe. Well, he did very well for a while. And then he just fell off the face of the earth when grunge came, and that just killed him. Like a lot of... But a lot of of people of our generation use the term gay to mean corny or lame, not to mean anything with sexuality. And Richard Marks, if you liked his song, you you were called a gay bird or... Yeah, yeah, that was like, you know, real men don't listen to Richard Marks. But, yeah, well, yeah. guess what? This real man does because he could sing his ass off. Yeah, he could. And he can play. And he can write. And apparently, uh, I recall reading somewhere that he now has a band with his uh, sons. Yeah, I saw him on Access TV or somewhere. And I'm he's not still, sure he, what kind of he can uh, still do music it all. But I know he did and? some kind of... Uh, he did some kind of thing with uh, um, Keith Urban. Yeah, I think I saw some of that too. Um, a little, a little callback, uh, unintentional from earlier. My friends uh, from a while back, the Warren brothers uh, that I mentioned, they're getting a lot of press from me. I hope they hear this someday. Um, we're writing partners with Richard Marks for right. I think you uh, a year or so before. in Nashville. Yeah, they wrote they wrote a couple uh, hits for other people with Richard Marks. So, yeah, um, I like Richard them all. Richard Marks is actually uh, he's another one of those guys too that uh, I believe he wrote uh, quite a few songs for other people. That is kind of uh, not really public knowledge per se, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a behind the scenes guy. He's you know, and and I knew, do know for sure sang uh, background vocals for a lot of people. Because um, I know Absolutely. for sure one of them was Cher. He's a Swiss Army knife of the music industry. He can do uh, pretty much anything. Um, back before I forget about that particular ex-wife or current wife or whatever the fuck she is. X, she, uh, that, she would be X at this point, but that was in Dirty Dancing. I had no idea uh, if I watched the movie. I I didn't remember it, so I I watched it recently, as I said. Um, uh, that movie would not even get past the like oh, God, the script, no. saying that you know a girl got pregnant. Uh, got in trouble, quote unquote, as they put it in those days, and and had some some butcher come and cut her fucking vagina off practically, till uh, baby's dad made the save with his doctor fucking bag. Yeah. Oh my there's, god. Yeah, there's, well, and the fact that they were kind of basically promoting abortion. Patrick, well, and that the Patrick Patrick Swayze character was 
significantly older babies in high school, and yet he devoured her in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and which all right? That brings me to another thing. You're you're my generation, so this will this will speak to you. Wait a minute. Point break. More like hymen break. Hello. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, The Charlie, the new Charlie's Angels movie. Who the fuck are they? I didn't. I didn't, I just saw like a five second commercial. It ain't Kristen Stewart, is it? Yep, she's one of uh, them. I like. I like to punch her in the face. Well, and uh, it gets better. Okay, first of all, there was absolutely no need for a Charlie's Angels remake. Absolutely Hello, none. Angels. Nobody cared. Wait a minute. I'm going to interrupt you every time I think of something weird. Who was okay. the voice of Who was the voice of Charlie in the original? Uh, I, I'm sure either, I know, but either I his know. either his main character on another show or his real name will suffice. Um, I don't know if you if you know, I'll go ahead. It, it's Dynasty star Blake Carrington was Blake his Carrington, uh, character, okay. and his name right. was John Forsyth, Forsyth, I believe. Yes, John Forsyth. And he yeah. he was. Uh, probably dinging both Linda Evans and Joan Collins. He was on screen, I think, and uh, that was some when fucking they were double both, whammy. When they were both hot, too. Yeah. When they were old, when they were hot. Bo Derek's husband, uh, while we're on that top subject, uh, John Derek had Bo Derek, Linda Evans, and Ursula Andrews. Do you remember her back in the day? Ursula Andrews, yes, I do. Yeah, he had all three yeah. of them. He must have been hung like a goddamn... Uh, Ellison was doing something. something right. Yeah, because you yeah. know, I, the John Derrick. I mean, he had some kind of Hollywood career, but it isn't exactly like Martin Scorsese was banging him. For God's no, sake, true enough, or, or that pervert Woody Allen. <laughs> nah, Woody wouldn't get them. No, Woody had to. He get the. He'd get Woody their was step so, so lame. He had to raise a daughter, a stepdaughter, to sleep with him. Good old Woody. Uh, yeah, what a guy. And yet, and yet, you know, there's a okay. Let's go there first before I go to the other story, to the Charlie's Angels thing. And there's a guy that Hollywood fucking protects and thinks is the greatest fucking dude to ever live. And yet, I can't really think of a thing except for banging your own daughter that would be any grosser than raising a girl as your own and then marrying her. Buck Rock and Roll Zumhoff did the other one. But anyway. Um, yeah, and what do we think about him? <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, he, I met him before that story broke, and uh, he was always like, yeah, man, if you ever want to get back in, we're doing, my daughter and I are doing shows. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. That's, that's cool. But wow. anyway, uh, okay, but I anyway. got off. Uh, we were what? talking about somebody's, uh, yeah, Woody Allen with, uh, he fucked Yao Ming, his daughter. Sun Yi. Sun Yi, yeah. yeah. thought it was Yao Ming. Um, <laughs> nothing like a, a subtle Asian uh, uh, <laughs> mistake. Um, at, at least I didn't strap a b- bucket of fried chicken on a motor scooter in Ethiopia. Oh, God, what no. a terrible line that was. That was racist yeah, I mean, and, and anti-fucking-famine, which... Like, uh, the person that delivered that line was uh, very nice to me in my time, so it, it's difficult for me to 
you know, shoot on this matter, but what a dumb joke. Yeah, but you can, but, but see, but we can go back to what we were talking about earlier. You don't have to like, I mean, I still like that individual. I, I, but I don't have to like everything he says. I'm not a sheep. Yeah. brain. That he was, that was at best tasteless and shouldn't have been said probably. And at worst, if you're going to take it, if you choose to take it that way, which is open to debate, could be construed as racist. Could be. Now, I don't agree that he, you should get fired for that. That's another different topic. But considering that individual's stand on many other things. It's hypocritical. It's a strange thing for him to say. and not My word, understand. not yours. He's... It's very hypocritical. Yeah, it is. It's a strange thing to say and not and not realize why other people found that offensive when that individual um, finds everything that the right has to say about anything. Offensive. Offensive. So And stupid. Well, That's I got to admit, I, I mean, and I'm not an American, so maybe I'm wrong about this, but my... You know, in my, in my many years, et cetera, et cetera, that was always something that I thought was considered to be a very taboo thing. Uh, you could not like the president, but you had to respect the office. And the guy was elected to be president. Now, to hear him say some of the things that he says about Donald Trump, now he cannot like Donald Trump, that's all right. Sure. When it's, you know, you know, you're a fucking, he's a fucking piece of shit, cocksucking, fucking Republican fucking asshole and suck my fucking cock and blow me and all the shit that he spits out. That I, that to me is wrong. If, if you don't like him, then active, then uh, do like some other people that I know where, okay, we don't like Trump and his policies. We found another person to, to run. Uh, in this case, it's for a governor. And that's how you get rid of Donald Trump. You don't, you know, try to burn down the system like they've been trying to do. But anyway, that was my right. This is an, uh, an update from the emergency broadcast system. Hey, Jimmy and everybody else, the wealthy 1% of Americans around America, it has nothing to do with Trump. If you don't like his tweets, you're a mark because it has nothing to do with him if he gets reelected, if if Warren, uh, Bernie, and fucking McCain, all three of them take a piece of a seat of the White House, they're all getting the <laughs> advice from their donors who, who who sway their opinions to yeah. sign bills and and so forth just because they have the cash. Dummy. The uh, immortal words of comedian Bill Burr. It does not matter whether it's a taco or a clam. It's just the same shit being told to you with somebody who has tits. Yeah. He says it makes no fucking, and he's right, it makes no fucking difference. It's just that somehow you think it's your guy who's telling you what to do now instead of their guy. And really, it's the same pile of shit. But anyhow, all right, back to uh, Charlie's Angels, because I I think you're going to have some real comments on this one. So they make this uh, Elizabeth Banks, you know her, correct? I'm not sure. Who's that? Uh, A hot chick from uh, 
Have you ever seen the Pitch Perfect movies? I have not. Um, I've, uh, I've did you see the uh, Kevin Smith movie, Zach and Mary Make a Porno? Yes, but I can't think of who the females are. Okay, well, she was she was the lead opposite Seth Rogen. Good-looking woman. She was banging Seth Rogen, I guess, or starting to. At the end, well, by the end of the movie, yes. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, okay. Okay, she, she, she is the director and writer of this little ditty. She makes a point oh. of saying this is going to be a Charlie's Angels movie, but it's it's a woke movie. You know, it's oh, empowerment God. for empowerment for women. Is Charlie right, Charlie so, Caruso or something? What's that? Is Charlie being played by Charlie Caruso? Uh, like, is, uh, is there, there a female really, Charlie? From what I gather, uh, there really isn't a Charlie per se, and she plays Bosley herself. Bosley's oh, a chick in the new version. No, it gets fuck better. you. So they so they cast these three women. Kristen Stewart's one of them of the Angels, and the other two are two people I are newcomers. Fine, but one is uh, I believe uh, black and one is Latino. So you've got black Latino and gay Kristen Stewart. Then they make the Kristen Stewart uh. character in the movie gay. Even though I'm, this is supposed to be uh, on a, you know she she claims after saying all of that. She claims that well, no, the the movie takes it's exactly like the TV show. No, it isn't. I don't Eddie. remember Farrah Fawcett licking any pussy. No, well, and if she would have, there would have been a dude in the bed too, at the very least. But anyway, hey now. so the movie comes out. Uh, they spend uh, forty-eight million dollars to make it, which admittedly is not that much money on a Hollywood movie. And I believe I read somewhere between fifty and seventy-five million to uh, advertise. It comes out, and it fucking flops. I doesn't love it. do doesn't do ten million dollars on opening weekend. Uh, lose all your money, you dummy. So somebody somebody took a bath. Whoever backed that movie took a shit kicking. Elizabeth yeah. takes this, takes to social media, as all celebrities do, and promptly. Blames men. What? Men are the reason that nobody went to see this movie. If men would have come to see this movie, it would have done well. And How about now that men sucks? And now that men haven't seen it, this is going to perpetuate the stereotype that women can't do action movies. To which somebody who, admittedly, smarter than me, tweeted back to her, yeah, Elizabeth, nobody could stand fucking Alien or the Wonder Woman movie that did really well or the Captain Marvel movie that did really well or, oh, I don't know, Underworld, Resident Evil, and 50 fucking other movies I can think of that had women star in them. Tomb Raider, whatever that Joe Lee movie was. Yeah, uh, there's been lots of female action stars. Okay, yes, yeah, not as many as men, but... Even, even in recent times, there was that chick who played the Schwarzenegger deal, the, the, the I'll be back, whatever. Yeah, the uh, movies. Uh, yeah, she was she was the lead in that. That that was number uh, one for at least one week. The chick who whatever. Who's the chick? She, she's the one who fucking pumps the shotgun with one arm in the first one. Yeah. And everybody was. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but anyway, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But you know, nobody went and saw your movie because it fucking sucked. Yeah. And it's it wasn't not funny so apparently, and it 
and it was supposed to be an action movie, and apparently there's like two action scenes, and they're both lame. Yeah, I was made to watch that uh, Twilight Saga. I wasn't made. I was. I was. I was. I was trying to keep up my end of the deal of uh you know watching something that others like to watch you know what i mean but oh yeah anyhow, yeah been there done that that fucking killed me to watch because there was like so much of it and the dudes turn into werewolves and fucking ridiculous shit and a dude's the vampire, a half the, the vampire, a vampire but he's but he's but love made him fucking reproduce and fucking oh yeah and then and then that mixed up little pig fucking uh, who looked like a female in that movie, at least, uh, ends up dating him, and, uh, you know, then all of a sudden she's cocky and the loose cannon, Kristen Stewart, and then she's the lesbian, Kristen Stewart. How about just sit on your fucking money and shut up, you dummy? Well, she went fucking from idiot. Uh, being in love with Pattinson and almost getting married to him uh, to uh, banging the producer or writer or director, I think it was, of whatever movie she was on, and he was married. And then suddenly, a, two minutes later, yeah. she became a lesbian. Well, I mean, but that's a Hollywood thing. Look at Miley Cyrus. She's went from gay to straight to married to gay to straight to married to, to now she's whatever the hell they call that now when you don't care about uh, what the gender is. Because, of course, it can't be... Bisexual I call doesn't that, work for them. I, I, I call that 3 a.m. Hello. Hey. <laughs> My dad always told me that that was just called greedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I can't even I can't even joke about that anymore because, uh, never mind. But anyhow. Well, just, you know, you can't. I mean, if you want a movie to do well, you have to aim it at a segment of the population that A is amounts to any amount of people and that will go see movies and that's still whether they like it or not in Hollywood is still, you know, fucking eighteen to thirty five year old men. Correct. It's just the way it is. Like, you know, they say, Well, well, there's just not enough movies for women. There's there's a reason for that, because they don't make any money, generally speaking. Unless they're in the Marvel universe or something like that. I am as in touch with the urban community as 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 a nearly fifty year old white man can be due to various long term jobs I've had and just my whole lifestyle. I've always uh, favored R and B from time to time. And I was a very big rap fan when it was uh you know in its inception. Even before that, when they were grandmas, yeah, well, you were flash. probably what you were probably well. You're an old like me. You remember when it was like NWA. Even pre-NWA, my 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 first albums I got were Houdini, Grandmaster Flash, Sugar Hill Gang, Run DMC. Sugar Hill Gang, I remember them. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, um, and I played a lot of basketball and a lot of teams. Believe it or not, if those that see me now, it's actually true. Um, so, and I'm still in touch. I, I work alongside and have very close relationships with African Americans and, and legit Africans and things of that nature in the demo, and none of which were like, "Yeah, we got a 
black chick playing one of Charlie's Angels. Let me rush to the theater. No, that movie was never brought up. So stop your inclusion and just get the best fucking actor or actress in the fucking role, you dumb bitch, well, Elizabeth Banks. And, well, they're at the very, and they're also very, well, to me, they're young. They're not, you know, like the Charlie's Angels women were like, you know, you know, in their thirties, right? I guess I I don't know. I I think anyway. I mean, Kristen. Well, mind you, Kristen Stewart might be that old now. To me, they 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 were young, and it, I mean, the whole point of the Charlie's Angels TV show was you watched that to see them chicks because they were hot. That was the only reason to watch the show, wasn't? It? I mean, they were hot, and I suppose if you, I mean, and it was kind of cool that they, you know, did what they did, I guess. But to me, that was always secondary. They were attractive, and. That's why most people. I mean, why did anybody watch the Dukes of Hazard? Daisy Duke. Daisy Dukes, man. Nobody watched that for the Duke boys. Well, I mean, you did How a little about? bit, but that was secondary. I mean, well, <laughs> you uh, wanted to see uh, Catherine uh, Bach in them shorts. In my one trip to Yankee Stadium, a friend of mine, Jim L., his sister, who I briefly dated, worked for MLB. Uh, got us third baseline, great seats, and I was two rows in front of Tom Wopat, who was one of those fucking dukes. Yeah. But um, just a brush with greatness that happens just about every day with me in some way, shape, or form. Uh, Tom Wopat and I have since been corresponding and great friends. Lies. Tom, I, I just, Tom Wopat I just, and um, John Schneider. John Schneider. Who who plays and sings country and Christian music, and I have a, a decent amount of respect for him. He lost his house. I don't know if it was Katrina or one of those catastrophes, but he lost a house. And uh, I got I got I got some love for those guys. But yeah, Catherine yeah. Bach in those shorts was the reason. Heather that's, Thomas that's was what you were, the reason. I mean, to be, I mean, you you enjoyed the car thing and to some degree, and the fact that they you know would put one over on. Uh, Roscoe P. Coltrane, the stupid sheriff, and his dog Flash. But, you know, who was the other one? And Enos, the fucking stupid, well, the detective that was kind of on the Duke's side well, for some sometimes. Uh, and I actually, to be honest, I got a kick out of the mechanic guy I always liked. Cooter. Yeah, I mean, what a name. But yeah, anyway. Cooter but but I mean yeah I mean you watched that show because you were hoping to get a glimpse of her particularly if you were a teenage boy that's just the way it was and but, Heather Thomas on the Fall Guy and Heather Locklear on whatever yeah fuck I mean she there, was yeah on. it was it wasn't by accident that there was always a secretary or a, uh, somebody that was in the show that was like smoking hot even Night because, Court what was that what was that chick's name she had oh, big breast implants under yeah under sweaters she had the big busty titties. She wasn't Meryl Streep. They hired her for her tits. I mean, did you... I mean, I used to like... uh, Well, I was a little bit strange in that regard. I mean, people used to really like Cheers. And they always liked it when the chick, whatever her name was, that played Diane was on it. But I liked it way more. I liked it way more when Kirstie Alley came on because she was smoking hot when that show first came... when she was on that show. Yeah, she was attractive until she, and she blew up like a tick. But, but, uh, but yeah, she, but on that she show, was hot. she was hot. But Shelley Long's most famous uh, 
uh, Night Shift, the movie, I believe it was called, with uh, Michael Keaton, and she was a hooker, and Henry Winkler, uh, and she Henry was Winkler, in a yeah. thong, a thong of some sort, and her buttocks was perfect. Um, so <laughs> I didn't like her in Cheers, but she was she was something. Well, they, 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 they did ugly her up in Cheers, though, too, and her character, of course, was so annoying that, you know. yeah. But, they, I mean, too close for comfort. You had Lydia Cornell, the hot blonde, and uh, Deborah Van Valkenburg or some shit. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah Chrissy Snow and uh, yeah, uh, Janice. And, and you had the, the, the Priscilla Barnes and Jenna Lee Harrison. They always had a hot fucking busty or the nice-ass yeah, chick. Because it's guaranteed to eyes on, right? Charlie's Angels when they brought in Cheryl Ladd. Uh, Kate Jackson was like considered the ugly duckling, and she was probably like an eight in real life if if she was. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, and they didn't the they didn't bring Cheryl Ladd onto that show for her acting chops. Yeah, younger <laughs> sister of Ernie Ladd. Little people, little known fact. Ernie Ladd, the big cat. The big cat. The big cat. Um, okay, then, well, to finish up the Charlie's Angels story, so she goes on this outrage about how men are to blame for everything. And then just to show you how stupid Hollywood is, I read this morning that she's been put in charge of the new Invisible Woman movie. And oh, I'm going... I wish she would just be, disappear. Who in, the, anyway. who in the fuck is out there clamoring for an Invisible Woman movie? To which she Maybe. replies... And, okay. Oh, yeah, no, wait for it. She replies, well, it's only fair there's an Invisible Man movie. Yeah, I really liked Hollow Man, by the way. Uh, did you see that movie? <laughs> that Hollow was pretty woman. cool. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. Because he did some of the shit that perverts like us would do when he had that power. But, yeah. But that, but that feeds into this whole thing that somehow because... Because there's a a movie that I uh, that I think is made for a certain demographic, there must be one made for me. Well, not necessarily because they don't make movies to make everybody's feelings feel good. They make them to make money. Yeah, <laughs> she should get get legally get a middle name. Elizabeth destroys banks because her movies Elizabeth don't draw no dicks. Yeah. She's fucking terrible. That woman should be. Oh. She should go on a hike in some foreign country. Just get away with your inclusion, you dummy. Yeah, I mean fucking. it's just you know, and she's not a really like she's not a young woman either. Like I'm surprised that she um, is. Mind you, I mean she is in Hollywood, so that's. I mean they've always kind of you know, marched to the beat of their own drummer there. You know she's 45. I mean she's not from that generation. Yeah, if you're just a dumb fuck chick who's, who is or was hot, just shut up. Like, if you, I mean, if you want to talk silly like Alyssa Milano, at least fuck some of the Dodgers. She's probably still got Cody Bellinger on her list. I think Elizabeth, Alyssa Milano is fucked more than just the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think she gave uh, Tommy Lasorda a fucking, um, what do you call that, uh, where where they what's it called that that sex position where she eats his ass and plays the trombone the rusty trombone 
I, I, I have a good authority that Tommy Lasorda got that from Alyssa Milano. Well, because <laughs> I would say, you know, uh, you got to be a pretty big trooper to do anything sexual with Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, he's 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 into yeah. the ass play. Is he he's still alive, right? <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not sure if he, I'm not sure if he's alive or not. Uh, no, that, and who who is you, Tommy you, Lasorda's son-in-law? Fuck if I know. Mike Piazza. Oh, that's correct. You're you're you are correct. Six hundred ninety-nine. Sorta is still with us and ninety-two years old. Yeah, if you could fucking find, I forget what clip it was where he went off about a, a reporter asking some fucking shit, and he went off. Oh God! Well, he the next wide men. The next wide men. You guys got to search. Uh, it's tough for me on Wednesday night still, as you know, and will be for a little bit more, but. I'll, I'll, um, I'll look that sucker up. Uh, we'll see if we can find it. It is it is fucking hilarious when he goes off and he spares no curse words. Um, it's probably on YouTube or something somewhere. He goes off. Well, but anyway, been, yeah. Probably been banned from YouTube because you know it's it, anybody who's offended you by anything, somewhere. you can't see it on YouTube unless it's a lefty thing. In which case, you can drown in the videos. Yeah, what what are they gonna do? Protest uh, Tommy Lasorda's house that he can't fucking watch TV and fucking. Uh, well, have started. A... They they've YouTube itself has made a concerted effort to block right wing videos, and they uh, unmonetize, and they unmonetized uh, almost all the right wing channels, so they don't make any money off of advertising anymore. And I just had was read just the other day that they have changed their um, terms of service to where they can just throw you off that site now if they want to. Oh. So it, they so they, they technically they could take a guy like, you know, Joe Rogan and go, well, Joe, you're kind of, I mean, and Joe doesn't really lean to the left or to the right. To pay. Well, he goes wherever he feels like going. Uh, you know, we yeah. don't really like, uh, we don't really like, because his last, one of his last uh, podcasts I saw, he was, Talking about, he says, I really don't want to do it, but he said, I might have to just go to JoeRogan.com and have my own site where nobody can tell me what to do because he said they're starting to, you know, censorship. And uh, if you subscribe to the channel, they're not they're not showing people who are subscribed that you got a new video out like they say they do, and all this kind of shit. And it's just, you know, fucking. I just yeah, wish people could just live their lives and, you know, not worry quite so much what everybody else was up to. With Rogan, he he's like the the, oh, he's the Howard King Stern, he's the Howard Stern of this generation, almost to a lesser degree, the Johnny Carson. I mean, if you're on his show, he has such a massive fan base that you were almost made, um, you know, to. I'd say to to keep it in perspective, just um, front of this era's equivalent, like you know, all the shows we talked about, we really didn't get into it, but uh, Fallon and Kimmel kind of like pussied out when they were both good friends with Trump and both laughed at his fucking terrible. Well, the fucking uh, Kimmel used to be on the fucking Man Show, which was about as filthy as it got. Yeah, I mean, and hey, now he's all outraged about everything. Hey, he, I mean, 
I can I can I can somewhat understand when his kid had health problems and okay, all of a sudden he became an advocate for health insurance for though. people because that was personal and then you start seeing things through other people's eyes. I, I get that temporary insanity, but you know he he basically is a fraud. Um, Howard Stern is my favorite all-time entertainer. I believe um, I'd have to rack my brain to find a better one. I will go on record as saying every time I've listened to Howard Stern on the radio, which I currently have the opportunity to do from time to time, I've laughed out loud since I've been 15 years old. I heard him my first time when I drove to New York with a friend of mine named Rudy Schiller, who told me about this crazy guy in New York. And over the years, uh, whether he's watered down, whether he's you know sold out, whatever you want to say, his show still to this day makes me laugh out loud. Okay, but he's so, I mean he's watered down, but he has not personally changed his views on anything as far as I know. Um not changed, but he, he Well, okay, but everybody he, mellows he plays it a little, he's not thirty. He plays anymore. it a little safer. I mean, yeah, yeah, well, he but plays he, a little he has safer. to. Even where he's at. Yeah. Like he's not stupid either. He don't want to lose that you know. Mind you, he's well, made I mean, so much money now that he probably don't care. But and, and it's good. Excuse me. In the twilight years of his yeah, he's old. career, he's uh, sixty-five or sixty-six right now. Um, yeah, okay. But he, so I mean, he don't give two shits about. But I mean, you you do mellow out. You just, you mean, you just don't care anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I you know I, I come across as just a total fucking jerk off here because things. I'm somewhat passionate about I'll amp up a little bit, but I mean, some, some things that just maybe three, four years ago, um, now at my current age, I'll look back on and I'll be like, you know, I'll have a little softer stance now that I understand, um, the, the way, uh, anti psychotic drugs, antidepressants and so forth affect you. And, um, the quick diagnosis of depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, uh, ADHD, yeah, all that bullshit. Right. But there's a difference between, um, like, having a viewpoint and being passionate about whatever your view- viewpoint is is fine. But I don't deny anybody else their viewpoint. I don't demand that, uh, you know... Okay, I mean, let's let's roll it back. Like, I mean, I was telling you the other night about the hockey guy who got fired for saying the N-word 10 years ago. And people are going, oh, my God, that's, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, whatever. I mean, if that's how you feel about it, that's how you feel about it. He but said in the 40 though. years ago or 30 years Sorry. ago, I didn't ever mandate that a gay person should be fired. Or whatever, mm. you know, whatever, whatever it was that, that was okay to not like at that time frame. Right. You know, if you want to be gay, be gay. I don't care. Not her shit to uh, me. But I don't, were, you know, but but that's maybe not quite ahead. the same thing, but you know what I mean? Like, no. I, I mean, I don't care if that's if that's what you want to do and you're not breaking any laws, go ahead and do it. I don't care. Matter to me. Yeah, I, I mean, to, to, I only know what you told me. I didn't do any research. This is the first time I've been on the air this long in a while. So I'm kind of doing it off the cuff, but the information I was given is that he said to someone, turn off the N-word music 
Yeah, the um, guy that was yeah, the guy that was playing the music was uh, was half bar, half barba uh, half Nigerian. He's Nigerian and Russian, so he's half <laughs> ethnic, I guess you could say. Whatever, whatever so he's twenty five percent. He's twenty five more percent African American than Colin Kaepernick is. But anyway, move yeah, on. There you go. Okay, so anyway, he's playing this music, and the, and apparently the lyrics in the music as near as anybody's been able to tell, was effing niggers, effing niggers in the ass. And if it was <laughs> rap music from 2000 and wherever, I can easily believe that. So he said, turn that effing nigger, effing nigger in the ass music off. Okay, now, granted, like I agree, that wasn't a wise choice of words to use to a man of some color. And there was no uh, A apostrophe S as, a, as opposed to E-R apostrophe S. Not that I'm aware of. So this is my problem, is that nobody really knows. So why are we so quick to fire this man and ruin his life, basically, because he's never getting hired again, over alleged... A, that they're alleged, B, that they didn't happen for in the NHL or the team that he coaches at this point, and B, that they were 10 years ago. Yeah, you want to, like I said, you want to give him a slap on the wrist, you want to fine him, or not even a slap on the wrist. You want to make him take sensitivity training and fine him, take his, uh, fine him, you know, take part of his salary and make him give it to some charity group that, you know, works on awareness. Because granted, yeah, I mean, the racist thing is fucking ridiculous. Nobody's disputing that point. It's just why are they never happy? I mean, it has to be that they must be fired and they must never, ever see the light of day again because they it made a mistake. I mean, this isn't like raping a woman or something. This is a little different. Although maybe if you're a black person, maybe you do see it that way. I don't know. But my uh, point yeah. is... is yeah, my point is, though, that I don't expect, um, you know, if it was the other, like we were, the old lady and I were sitting watching a preview for a new movie, uh, it's a Seth Rogen movie, actually, and he falls down the, uh, he falls down a flight of stairs and slides out into the middle of this banquet thing that's going on, and the band, guys in the band are all black. And they, the guy falls down, and one of the black guys takes his instrument out of his mouth and goes, God damn it, crack her down. <laughs> okay, and everybody laughs. Okay, I'm not offended by that in the least. I, 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 I wouldn't go, okay, everything. I need that black actor and the person who wrote that, they need to be fired immediately. Yeah. Now, um, there again, I'm willing to give that I am, as a white man, I have not suffered much in the racism area, if any. No, but um, you're still. probably privileged, um, and that that is a real thing. There is white privilege. Okay, uh, but can can you be white privileged in a spot where there's no black people? Uh, I mean, I I live in a in a in a part of the world where there just there's there's not. I mean, I don't think you could find a quarter of a tenth of a percentage point of black people in this town. There's a few uh, ethnic, you know, there's ethnic people here, but they're not African Americans, or I guess that's not the right word. 
They're not. Well, I'll say black because I don't know what the proper terminology is. You should be fired, Daniel Carver. Apparently, what the fuck's going well, on? Luckily, we do a podcast. Live? Luckily, we do a podcast that we pay for, so nobody can fire yeah. me but me. So. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I, I understand the guy's outrage. I just don't understand why the end game is always permanent well, end game. I got I gotta I gotta go in a little deeper. You said it's a decade ago, so I don't really understand his outrage now. Um uh also Well apparently <laughs> he, he felt that because he made a stink about it back then and they got swept under the carpet, which was wrong. I'll, I'll give him that. He feels that, that that was the reason he never got into the NHL, which is not the case. He wasn't good enough. It kind of, yeah, it so. kind of goes along the Kaepernick thing. Where, yeah. you know, the only reason I'm not playing is because these guys blackballed me. Well, they kind of did, but you're also not good enough to play either. That is part of it. Yeah, well, uh, this this cat, this Calgary Flame cat, uh, is that they're, they're the Flames now, right? Atlanta Flames, Calgary Flames, whatever. Correct. Um, anyhow, uh, I have all, another problem with that song about uh, why are they effing uh, N-words in the ass? Is this, is this a pro-prison song or something? What the fuck I is that? I don't know. Beer? I was trying to find today what the song was. But I couldn't yeah. find anything with those lyrics in it. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist because it could have been something that wasn't particularly popular. Or well, maybe not even... Or ice tea. Those motherfuckers hate um, people that fuck other people in the ass. But, um, but I guess that would be 20 years ago and not 10. Uh, but yeah, questionable lyrics either way. And, um, I would, uh, you know, uh, the thing I talked about, about aging and softening my stance a little bit, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much on board with you that the dude should not be fired. The other dude should like you know, get an apology and, and, and get whatever, uh, if, if he's legitimately bothered and he's not an ambulance chaser of sorts as a, as a, uh, yeah, which remains to be seen at this point. Yeah, I mean, uh, whatever. Um, but I, 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 I'm going to actually bring this up uh, to some of my friends of color and and see what they say. Ask them because I'm yeah. I mean, because I have to admit, I mean, I I do have a slanted viewpoint because I just can't put myself there because I just I don't know. Yeah, we're not black. I, I, I don't personally know any black people, so I I I, I mean maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is something that if you hear it. Although, there again, I could argue that, well, hearing it can't be the problem because you guys say it to each other all the time. So it's not necessarily the word per se, as it is that it's Uh, who it's coming from. I really really would have to legitimately ask uh, sincerely some of my, my buddies. Well, yeah, uh, no, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and see if that, see how where that flies. Because, like I said, I mean, I can't put myself there. So maybe it's different when you're. Mind you, too, this guy's not an African American either. Nobody slaved right. his parents or any of this stuff. Like I no. get that part. That's totally different. I can understand why you're a little pissed about that sort of stuff. Yeah. Although I didn't do it. 
<laughs> which is yeah. always kind of my argument is how long does the outrage about that like I mean and there again it didn't happen to me so I don't know but yeah um, firing seems a little harsh there, there are alternate means but that's one for the next time we're on maybe I'll have some feedback or yeah, even well, if somebody's passionate either way Maybe we could bring yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'd be. I would welcome to hear somebody else's take on it. I mean, I'm. It I'm sounds, not. It so sounds like sour today. grapes to me, but we'll see. Well, my thing is, is okay. I understand if that was longer than ten years. I might understand why you stayed quiet. But in 2009, that was hardly something you, I mean, you weren't going to, if you would have come out and said that in 2009, it's not like anybody's going to ignore you. I mean, yeah, the culture isn't quite as far advanced as it is now, but I'm I'm pretty sure if he, if he would have went, like somebody said, well, didn't this guy have an agent? Why didn't he tell his agent that, hey, you know, this is what happened? You know, fucking at the very least, trade me the fuck out of here. Do something, or you know, what are my what rights do I have? I mean, that's got to violate some type of, or at least I would have thought it would have violated some terms of employment, or you know, it's kind of like what uh, uh, what was the basketball owner that got turfed for Donald Sterling. Okay, you know, that's the same sort of thing as that. And he was an owner, and they didn't have any problem getting rid of him. Yeah. Uh, a little a little bit of uh, uh, i got to bring up a little bit of uh, selective uh, discipline there, though, because the NBA is uh, a money-making machine due to black athletes, and, and hockey's percentage is uh, quite a bit lower. But, that I mean, true. that's different. That's a different topic for but a in, different day. But, I mean, but, but I, that's another case, I, though, where they're they're very outraged about uh, the treatment of black people, but they're not too outraged about how the Chinese treat the their immigrants. Yeah, true. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, which is not to say they shouldn't be outraged about the treatment of black people, because they probably, I mean, they're, 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 black people have got a lot of cases going. Although they well, can. Why don't we all just be honest and say we give a fuck about ourselves and our family and friends? Well, and that's, that's about it. the bottom line, right? It's about me, but, right? Uh, what the fuck? But uh, yeah, I, I, can, I can picture. I can picture. Well, you were the hockey player. I was a basketball player. But you know, we haven't. We never reached that level. But I could. I could see myself at some point in my life blasting some Toby Keith uh, in a locker room, and. Um, just hypothetically, if a black basketball coach said to me, um, turn that hillbilly fucking, uh, give me some more synonyms. That hillbilly, shit-kicking, bullshit, kill-yourself type, redneck, kill-yourself music off Robinson. I would probably, uh, one, turn it off, and two, uh, not care that he said it. But that's just me. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's a, 
I guess my my whole point is is it's just not it's not very cut and dried, and they they want I say they that's not right either. The the, the cancel culture, you know. Well, no, it's uh, he said it. There's no going back. And yet, like I mean, up here the big thing was okay. And yet we got a goddamn prime minister who ran wandered around in blackface. <laughs> Yeah, and he, apo- and he apologized, there. and you guys all went, "Well, you know, he apologized. What's what's the fucking problem? He, he made a mistake. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, so, that, that, yeah, that, I agree that, wholeheartedly. I think, everybody fucks I think, up. We, I think blackface literally might be more offensive to black folks. Uh, than I would, that I would think so. I mean, like I told like, Nate off the, uh, the other day I, when it first happened, I said, do you really think, like, in, if everybody is being totally honest, which, of course, a lot of people don't want to be in these moments, they take the high moral high ground and, and act like they never did anything. I think you would be very hard-pressed to find very many people who have not made some type of ethnic slur, not necessarily at blacks, but it might have been Asians. Or for or for us guys up here, it's Indians or uh, French people, Eskimos, maybe even Inuits, Métis. <laughs> There's somebody that you've probably slurred. Everybody's done it. And if you say, "Man, you, you Canadians been, are awful," because yeah, we're horrible. I, I'm going to say a, that. See, that's that's a little. You have to think about that because now I'm being uh, national racist. Or internationally, yeah, racist. okay, but yeah, but same By deal. Saying, we, okay, Canadians but we do it about you guys too. Oh, those dumb fucking Americans. Right, right, right. You know, people say it all the time. Okay, it's no different. So now, how is it that you get to pass to throw people under the bus? Well, you shouldn't. But you know, I guess that's just how things are right now. That that's their. That was what one guy argued at me. He says, "Well, you know, well that's that's just how things are now." And I'm going, okay, yeah, but, I mean, 100 years ago, I could beat my slave with a broom handle. And the law said it was okay. That didn't doesn't make it right. And it wasn't then, and it isn't now. Right. So, I didn't know where you were going there at first. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, just because something is acceptable doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that it's okay to do. I mean, I mean hell, 100 years, not even 100 years ago, shit. 80 years ago, you could marry a 14-year-old and nobody cared. Your parents would, would, would give their, you know, their consent. And men married young girls all the time. Nobody give two shits. Now if you did it, well, good Lord. <laughs> you know, there would be outrage. And I don't know if that's right or wrong necessarily, but that's the way it is. Doesn't mean the people yeah. that used to do it back in the day were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, uh, I mean, everybody did it, and, every, and the only okay, the only people who didn't get a say in it was the 14-year-old girl, admitted. Yeah, that's the deal. Okay, yeah. maybe that was wrong, but, you know, I mean, should should every bad 80s movie that ever made a gay joke, should those actors or people who wrote those movies, should they never work again? Um, no. You know, okay, now, those don't. things aren't funny anymore, <laughs> but in the time... That was acceptable. So, you know, how far back do you go? I mean, we're not uh, talking about him. I mean, he didn't fit. Like, I mean, if he'd have grabbed the guy or slapped him or directly said, you know, hey, you F and N word. Okay, that's a totally different thing. 
totally different. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure what the crime is. If that makes sense. But, this will have a this this story will have a part two when I do some uh, independent research. Well, this story's not over yet either because the the, the story is okay. I I kind of I was misleading you a tiny bit there. He, he didn't get fired. They were gonna fire him, and he resigned first. Now the theory sounds like the that, sounds like the NWA NWA. But anyway, yeah. So the theory is the reason that he did that is because now they can't they couldn't fire him for cause, so they got to pay him. Nice. And it doesn't fuck up his pension and these kinds of things. But they were saying today on the sports, okay, this isn't over. The NHL is probably going to look at this. Um, is this kid going to decide that, okay, well, now you've kind of – because he did come out and he did apologize, and he did say that he said it. So he owned it at least. And he did say, you know, it was wrong, and I was, but I, you know, I didn't mean anything by it in the personal sense. Blah 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 blah. Which whether that's legitimate or not, I who knows. But uh, I mean, does it open? Is this kid going to sue the the league? Uh, I mean, Kaepernick uh, got money. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you kind of shake your head and you go, well, I don't know what the fuck to think about this. Yeah, I just, all I got to say about that is I loved Wayne Simmons when he played here for the Flyers, ladies and gentlemen. Well, yeah, well, and so did Frank. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, they had to, actually, they had Wayne Simmons on, and he said, well, I, he actually was you know, fairly reasonable about it. He said, well, you know, it's probably wrong to say that. Well, he didn't say probably. It's wrong to say that, and he says, I've experienced that, and and, you know, I've had it happen to me, but, you know, everybody deals with it differently. And this kind of, he kind of basically said without saying it, you know, I just would have slapped the fucker in the head. <laughs> you know, and demanded And he apology, probably would. that's Wayne Simmons, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have wait, waited 10 years to express no, his. No, that, that's the bigger problem is if, if if it was so traumatizing, and maybe it was, like, why now? Like explain it, and he won't talk yeah. to the press. He's like, I, I, I'm done talking about it. Well, okay. Well, then why did you bring it up at all? If it was, you know, if you want your pound of flesh, I, I mean, and there's a reason for it, I can understand that. Uh, I can get on board with that, maybe even. But it just it, the optics of it look very strange to me. But then again, I'm also a 52 year old white dude. So what do what, I know? What's I know? what's the play, uh, I think the player. What's the player's name? Will Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Lil Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Well, see, then that's the next thing. Okay, now who's if you were there and you didn't do anything about it, and you I knew like it that happened. Joke, by the way, but go ahead. Lil Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> Uh, are you also complicit, and should you get into trouble too? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm I mean, so... it's opening it's opening up a door that maybe doesn't need to be opened. Like, and I'll how far myself. do you go? You know, does the trainer get into trouble if he knows? Should he get fired if he has a job now because he didn't he didn't uh, take it to the 
up to the higher ups and well, you know, I don't know where I, I don't know what the end game is. I guess it's, it's more my thing. Like if he wanted money and he at least he can have the you know if that's the case, and I'm not saying it is because I don't know. But if it is, you know, then come out and say that's what you want. I'm probably write you a check. Anyhow, not yeah. much it. Uh, moving on. Uh, Any games? I, Any games we could zip through? Uh, sure. Um, there's a couple of fucking doozies tomorrow in the uh, in the college world. I I do have to say for the record that Appalachian State made me ten dollars today. Just for the record. Uh oh. Oh, see, you're out of the loop, aren't you? You don't even know about that. Uh, we, I, 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 the last time I talked, the, the Nate hit a parlay for ten bucks. Well, we but got. Well, just while be you careful. Were absent, yeah. Well, no, no. Well, while you while you were absent, uh, my bookie sponsored the show for a while. Aha. Good for that. And we took the money that they paid us yeah, and, and put it bookie. in there. And then they had a deal going where they doubled your money. So we're not putting yeah, yeah. No, we're not we're not putting any of our own money. We're just playing with with what they gave us and when it's gone, which it almost is. <laughs> and that'll be the end of it. Or at least for me anyway. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't spend money I can't afford to lose. Right. But anyhow, um, yeah, NCAA football, a couple of biggies tomorrow. Uh, well, it's rivalry week, period. So they're Which is always tough. Guys. Yeah, always uh, tough. we got uh, Ohio State at Michigan. And the line? Uh, minus nine and a half to Ohio State. Game is in Ann Arbor. I know that's your squad, but uh, who's that motherfucker, you know, Chase? Chase somebody that the, the defensive fucking machine Ohio, Ohio State besides besides their sixty points a game. Yeah, Ohio uh, State's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I, I you know uh, that's at the big uh, too, right? It's in Michigan. Yeah, uh, Michigan will have to play um, perfect, and Ohio State's yeah. gonna have to have an off day. For that, to, yeah, for that to pan out. I mean, <laughs> they are they are children, and you got to keep that in mind when you put money on these uh, college players uh, that can get overwhelmed by the moment and so forth. But uh, I would, uh, I'll go back to the unit uh, uh, explanation, and I I would go three full units on Ohio State to win by double digits. Yeah, I I will be hoping in. Rooting for Michigan to win, but if I had to put my, you know, if I had to bet the mortgage, <laughs> that's going on Ohio State. Sorry, sorry, yeah, Wolverines, but that's just the way it is. <laughs> it's um, one of those deals where if they don't cover, then Michigan wins the game and knocks them out of the playoffs or something. But well, um, I would say as far as the playoff goes, if Ohio State does it, like if it's a close game, even if Ohio State wins. Well, they're not going to get knocked out of the playoff, but they might drop a notch, possibly. Although I don't think, I don't think. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. LSU is playing. We'll get to that. Um, I want Art Schleister back so I can get some uh, inside information. But go ahead. Uh, okay, what, then we got. He wasn't, was, wait, he wasn't 
Was he then? Arch Leister was Ohio State, right? But Boston College so. had a crook had a crooked quarterback. What was his name? I don't know. You would know if if you heard the name. I just he was a crook. He was crooked, as in in what sense? Ga- and gambling, and you know he was getting oh, paid to fuck um, up games. But I was thinking it was Arch Leister from Ohio State, but I think it was somebody from Boston College that we would both know from our era. But uh, I mean, get to the games and if possible. it comes up. Uh, I'll be I'll be doing I'll be doing both. Um, number three, Clemson at uh, South Carolina. This is should be a it's minus twenty seven and a half to Clemson, and that should be achieved in my opinion. Should be is a key word. Uh, South Carolina is the same squad that beat Georgia, correct? Uh, well, they're four and seven. Uh, they have victories over. Yes, they beat Georgia by three points. Uh, yeah, so they can show up. But that's at also some three, four, five. That's uh, six weeks ago. They can show up though, and it is in the same uh, state. Correct. Clemson is in the state of South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, that's, that's why it's the rivalry thing. And uh, I still think you're right. I would put one unit on Clemson. Nothing crazy. Yeah, well, that's a case where Clemson has got to be careful. They they got to win, and they got to win big just to make sure in case something happens down the road. Yeah. They don't want to. They don't want to put a. They don't want to hang a. A bu- or lose in their uh, conference or some fucking thing and have a loss. They don't want that to happen. So, because they're they're kind of, for whatever reason, they're kind of the one that kind of people are kind of figuring maybe if somebody's going to shake out of there, it's going to be them. So, uh, all right. Anyway, then we get uh, Georgia at Georgia Tech, uh, minus twenty eight to Georgia because Georgia Tech's not very good. Lethal weapon three. From Georgia Tech, who were they? I have no idea. I don't have the third guy off the top of my head, but Kenny Anderson and Dennis Scott were two of them back in the uh, NCAA March Madness uh, Final Eight team, I believe. The third guy will pop up somewhere. He ended up in the pros, too, but not very well. Anyhow, sorry to, to uh, drink. No, no, no. That's, uh, these little factoids are always good. Um, I think the Bulldogs will cover it. These rivalries are so scary, though, but that's... You just never know. Like today, for example, today, um, Iowa played Nebraska. Now, on paper, Iowa should absolutely slaughter Nebraska. And they had to, what, kick a last-second field goal or something? Last-second field goal for the win. So and they and consequently didn't cover. So anybody that bet on them, at least against the spread, anyway, didn't they didn't cover. So, you know, you don't know. It, it's they're, they're those kind of games where, you know, Georgia Tech goes okay. Well, our season is fucked. We can't get in a bowl game, but we sure as fucking fuck Georgia's fucking season up. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's <laughs> that's know, really like. A thrill to them, like the fuck yeah, people, we can fuck, fuck especially a rival. Fuck their season up by giving them hanging a loss on them, and that's gonna whatever chance they do have of getting into the playoff is gonna be gone. So let's go out there and give her boys. 
that's what happens. I don't, You're right. I don't think I don't think the Yellow Jackets will be able to hang with Herschel Walker and Bill Goldberg. So I, will I don't put, think so either. But I will put one unit on Georgia. Uh, all right, I think that, I, the... I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that line is perfect. I think that game's going to be like 28, 27, 29, somewhere well, really. I was surprised close. that there was no half attached to it. Yeah, the half might have might have uh, pushed me in the other direction if it was twenty eight and a half. Yeah, but yeah, I'm really surprised that, that 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 there's no half attached to it. Maybe there will be by game time tomorrow, but mm-hmm. who knows? Uh, okay, here we got it. This is here. We're getting into the doozies. We've got a couple of real good ones coming up here. Alabama at Auburn. That's mm. gonna be a game. Alabama minus three. Game is in. Auburn, though, well, Auburn's home stadium. I don't know how much of a um, home advantage that really is. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it's Alabama, out, it's out, Alabama it's, at Alabama, obviously, so I'm not sure. Is what he Canada. still? Is, is yeah, you got kid? no – Alabama's working on quarterback number two. They got no – two is out. Yeah, but uh, so they got – but they won by 63 points with their second stringer, so it's, it's not – as big a drop yeah, off. Yeah, they won sixty six three, but yeah, they against the shitty team. I, I yeah, agree. Western Carolina. So I don't know what that's. But I'll tell I mean, you the what. Guy uh, the guy doesn't suck. They told me nah, that much. He's, but he's he'll he would start at every other program besides maybe five in the country. But yeah, he's not. Uh, but that uh, childhood uh, fan grown up to be quarterback is he still healthy? Bo mix, Bo mix, I believe it is. For uh, Auburn, um, that said, even if he is healthy, I'm all over it. Alabama minus three when there's playoffs in the fucking mix. Um, I, well, they I, have I, to. They have to win, and they got to. That's win what I'm talking about. Or else five they're, units. They're done. Five units for me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, minus three. That just ain't much. You you got to shout out. Shout out to Conrad Thompson, Roll Tide. Yeah, you got to Comedian Ron Funches uh, was on Howard Stern after show and gave a, a shout out to Conrad Thompson. Crossing all boundaries as pro wrestling is. Well, Conrad is fucking made a name for himself. He sure has. Yeah. And um, he's stomped on some toes, too, but generally speaking, he's well liked, I think. Yeah. Unless your name's Vince Russo, but that's a whole other story. Uh, anyway, um, here another another biggie. Uh, don't think this one's got national championship implications, but still, uh, you might have to explain this one to me. Why this is a rivalry game? Uh, well, I mean, I know they're in the same conference, but uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota. Wisconsin mm, minus. Wisconsin minus three. I actually don't recall that being a, a historical rivalry, but I'll probably get killed by the John McAdams and Thomas Baines of the world. Yeah, I don't. And, that one kind of escapes me. So, but then I'm not, you know, the rivalry end of things. I I don't always. Uh, I was up on that. Um, I I, I would. The Badgers looked so impressive earlier in the year, and Minnesota kind of lost their uh, oomph. 
the week after they beat Penn State. So I, I think Wisconsin's going to smoke those guys. I would give uh, three units on that one. Where again, I mean, they're, I suppose they've got to work on, well, Wisconsin has got two losses, so they're probably screwed regardless. But you're still, yeah, but the, I, I suppose you're still playing for um, bowl games, nice bowl. I guess. The nicer bowl. So, like, uh, yeah, a, like a, a better bowl game, and there's money in that. I mean, Minnesota is 10-1. and one. Yeah. Like, I don't think they can get into the playoff if they were to stay under, you know, if they weren't to lose anymore. Playoffs? But, we're talking playoffs? <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I think I'd have to put my money on Wisconsin. But Minnesota, to me, is kind of a bit of an untried. I mean, they're 10-1, but they uh, – I don't know who they've really – they really They'll get a ball. I mean, they beat ball. Penn they State, can... but then they yeah, lost they can... to Iowa. So... They can pat themselves on the back, go to their little bowl. And, yeah, you know. they've done all right for themselves, I guess. Uh, okay, then we got uh, Baylor at Kansas. Well, oh, that's a blowout. Uh, Baylor minus 14. you got to take that all day long, right? Oh, my goodness. Matt Rule, if he's not on the phone during the game with NFL teams trying to fucking scoop him up, uh, the man who turned around Temple and then turned around Baylor and was up 25 on Oklahoma and would have had an undefeated season had that not sort of slipped away, they kill. they they got to kill. I mean, come on. They okay, they well, gotta be up. The next one you're gonna love. Yeah, I I, I, I got. Can't. I mean, if, I gotta put three units on them. By the way. Yeah, I mean, if Baylor doesn't win that game, you gotta wonder why. Um, anyhow, uh, this you're gonna love this next one. You'll just have to pick a winner because there's no line. Uh, Rutgers. I'm not sure why this is a rivalry either. Maybe I don't understand. Rutgers at Penn State. There is no line. No, no line here. Uh, hold on, I can. I'll check the. I'll check the other source that I have here. Don't kill yourself. Um, well, it don't whatever. Two seconds. Talk. Whatever the line. Whatever the line is. Uh, the angry Nittany Lions after going from what they were number four in the country in the playoff mix. Um, they do have a great defense. Rutgers, I always bet against, as you know, if I were a betting man. Yeah. That, well, you that's pretty much got to. I mean, they they don't win anything. Uh, They're absolutely they put up like, horrible. I think they put up like 26 points the other week against somebody, that, that, and they actually covered. But um, not Penn State does have a good defense, so they sh- they'll shut them down and score all day. We got them so. at uh, uh, minus 40. They're going to win minus by 40, 50. Minus 40 and a half. So. Rutgers 7 will be the most possible that they score. And, you know. So Penn State's got to score 48 to cover, which I think they will. Yeah, well, they're certainly capable. If they're, again, that's another one where if they don't, you sort of got to wonder why not. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, uh then we've got, okay, now this is a pretty good rivalry game, although I don't, you know, West Coasters. Oregon State at Oregon. Although Oregon is minus 19 and a half. Yeah, 
um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shock the world here, and Oregon has been one of my faves since the opening game of the season, where Auburn had the last second touchdown to win. But I'm gonna say Oregon State will be very close and be very in that game, and will cover 19 and a hook for five units. Five. Ooh. Ducks did yeah. not look good last week against Arizona State. Yeah. In fact, they lost. Um, and that whatever slim chance they had of getting into the four was quickly dashed. Um, Nineteen. This is going to be one of those ones where it's either going to be really, really close, or fifty-five to five kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I- my spidey senses are telling me Oregon State's the play. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll stick with Oregon on this one. I don't know that much about Oregon State. Uh, it's the Ed Boggess game of the week. Notre Dame. Shout out to Ed. Ed, who loves Notre Dame more than life itself. Well, well no, because Ed loves a lot of things. Ed has got to be, without a doubt, the least negative person I know. He can. Play. I don't know he if finds... I ever. Go ahead. Continue. He finds something good in everything, that guy. I mean, God love him for it, because I sure can't. Uh, yeah. uh, I I never, I don't think I ever questioned on air if Ed Boggess is any relation to country singer Susie Boggess from back in the day. Uh, no, um, spelt different. Okay. To ruin, the, to ruin the joke, spelt different. I guess we have to. We we don't need to research that. Uh, or Although he would, Boggess. I think if you asked him, he would like to be related to Wade Boggs. He would change his uh, name because he's a big Yankee guy. Um, big Notre hey, Dame guy. Big big Yankee guy. I I haven't heard who Notre Dame's playing yet. But before you oh, tell right. me, before you tell me, you brought up Wade Boggs, who at the baseball Hall of Fame. Wade Boggs is a new, notorious uh, Andre the Giant light um, beer drinker. I myself, yes. in one sitting, can I have uh, approached 30. Not that that's something to brag about. That's actually an embarrassment, but my tolerance was very high at one point. Uh, Boggs had 34 uh, by the time the ceremony came on this past uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. And he he can drink that much and not be falling all over the place. So and, I, guess, I guess kudos to Wade Boggs' liver. And what's Wade Boggs' wrestling claim to fame? Oh, God, I should know this. It's something WWE-related, right? Correct. Mm, uh, was, totally in, was involved. He, uh, he was never he was in, in the WrestleMania. Ring. WrestleMania. Right? He was never in the ring, but uh, he was in a in a segment with uh, the uh, now passed on guy. Although I guess for us that could be a lot of guys too. Roddy Piper. Mr. Perfect. God, I don't even remember. It was He's a WrestleMania though. Mr. Perfect, where where ah. Mr. Perfect is doing the perfect shit. And then would you? I didn't know this. I just read this. I guess they they stayed good. They became friends after that. And uh, in the uh, la, 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 Boggs's book, he re- tells a story about how Kurt Hennig saved his life. 
Wow. They were out hunting, and Boggs cut himself on a barbed wire fence, and Kurt Hennig uh, carried him out. So kudos wow. to Kurt Hennig, even though he ain't alive anymore, but goddamn, pretty perfect. I spent <laughs> I spent some personal time with Kurt Hennig. Uh, Did you? Yeah. I always, thought, uh, I always loved him in the ring. I always thought he was fucking great. Night before Slambury, I think it was called WCW. He came in early. Tommy Young, NWF referee, was a friend of mine, and his brother Jesse Henning, who never wrestled, was a big kid. Uh, I think that was all. There might have been one more there, but anyhow, we uh, smoked some weed together and talked shop in Kurt's room and uh, got to know him a little bit and saw him another time. Might have been the next night. Uh, at some point, the Green Bay Packers, I might be messing up years here, but the Green Bay Packers, it might have been when he was with WWE uh, or WWF at that point, uh, were staying at the same Hilton Hotel slash Marriott, what it used to be called. And Tony Mandrich had all the hype back then. And the Packers, a lot of them were waiting for the uh, elevator. And in true heading form, he doesn't put nobody over unless they're friends of the business. And he was given a desk there to Tony Mandrich. And I, uh, you know, I was trying to figure out if they knew each other and it was a work, but it didn't seem to be. Uh, so that's an interesting little tidbit that I was like one of the maybe two people that witnessed in history. And uh, he also was friends with country star Mark Chestnut, good friends with him. He appeared on Nashville now with, with uh, and may have inspired the West Texas Rednecks. So, Hopefully people listen to this part of the show and we'll get those interesting little factoids. And also, just to finish it up, a real swordsman that Wade Boggs, apparently. Ah. Uh, very many uh, palimony lawsuits and all kinds of fun things. <laughs> Must drive you to drinking 35 beers. Kid can't hurt. Uh, anyway, uh, Notre Dame is at Stanford. They hate each other. That is a rivalry yeah. of epic proportions. They do not like each other. But unfortunately for Stanford, they're not very good this year. Uh, Notre Dame minus sixteen and a half. Yeah, that's 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 a scary one because of the uh, you know the essence of yeah, the game. Game is not game is in Stanford too. So yeah, uh, but Notre Dame, you know, the last couple of years have been better than. They normally they're normally hyped like you know huge and then disappoint their fan base. But I think they, <laughs> you ain't wrong there. <laughs> yeah, they, so I think, but I think they smash uh, Stanford. Christian McCaffrey ain't there no more. Put it that way. Yeah, I, Stanford got they got numb. They're not much. Uh, that's another one. I'll just put that in the pile with the other ones. Notre Dame should cover that, and if they don't. They had to have had a really bad day. Yeah. Uh, Texas A&M at LSU. Scary game for Ed Ogilvy, one of my favorite voices in college football. I mean, History. I I think LSU is awfully darn good. Uh, Texas A&M's record is a bit of a they're seven and four, but when you look at them losses. Uh, to number four Georgia last week, to what was number one Alabama, 
to what was number eight Auburn and what was number one Clemson. So their four losses, which were also only by, uh, well, 14 to Clemson, eight to Auburn, Alabama laid the smack on them, 19, and six to Georgia. The only games they've lost have been to powerhouses. What is this line? Uh, So uh, does LSU beat Texas A&M? Yeah, probably. Do they beat them by 17? I don't know. I I uh nah I think that coach gets LSU uh, ready for every fucking game so uh, I'll say they beat him by seven seventeen or more. I would take that seventeen and mostly based on the fact that they a can't afford the loss, b want to stay at least two and maybe even one if the Ohio State Michigan game is close or goes south. They want to stay in them top two. They want home field in that. Well, or they're not home field, but they want to play the. I understand. Yeah, you know what I meant. All right. Uh, we got a couple of. We got four left of the top 25. Uh, Iowa State at Kansas State. Minus four and a half to Iowa State, who is seven and four and ranked 23rd. Kansas State, seven and four. I'm going Kansas State out right here. Uh, two units. Is uh, are Iowa and Kansas side by side? Um, Geographically speaking? I can only give, I think so. I can't think of the map. Okay, yeah, because I, 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 I don't know. So I was Indiana, wondering why somewhere was, around there. Um, I just wondered why it was a rivalry game, if that was the reason, if they were relatively – that's one of those ones like the Nebraska-Iowa where they're really only uh, – can throw a rock at each other. Indiana and Missouri are somewhere up in there, but I don't know. You're a Delco boy. Why would I ask you anything about GR? Yeah, I just I just know where Clifton Heights and Ridley are. <laughs> did we tell you that? Well, you knew that Karen was on the hundredth episode, right? I did listen to that. Yes, it was funny. Okay. Did you hear throw you Delco betting boys under the bus? Oh yeah, she exposed everything. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was kind of kind of funny. Anyway, yeah, um, fun, uh, some truth comes out in humor, as people say. But anyhow, moving. On. Anyhow, okay, so you're you're taking Kansas. I'll take Iowa State in that one, just to be different. Uh, Colorado at Utah. Uh, Utah minus twenty eight. God, that line's big, but Utah is very good. Um, yeah, they are. I could, they could be, they could shut them out. Um, so I'll take Utah for two units. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay, this is a game I like just because I know even though one of these teams is not that good this year, they there's some real, true, honest-to-God dislike. The Seminoles at the Gators. Now, this year, Florida State's not very good. No. But 
this is a game. I think they're on. I think they're on the take as well. But anyway, go that's ahead. possible. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that before. But this is yeah. a bragging rights game. Uh, but it is a minus seventeen and a half to the Gators. Yowie, wowie. Uh, yeah, that kind of makes you go. What now? Yeah. But, uh, Titus O'Neill will be hoo hoo hooing uh, tomorrow. Um, be tripping and falling under the ring. Yes, uh, one of the greatest moments ever. No um, kidding. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, Florida State. I mean, they may be on the take, but it may work reverse this week. They may be they may show up. This might be the one game where they actually don't care about any yeah. of that and and actually show up. Yeah. But I'm still gonna but I'm still gonna take the Gators. <laughs> so I just Florida State that's, makes me throw up. That's seventeen and a half, right? Correct. Yeah, that that half's gonna be very. Might could play a part in it, yeah. Indeed. Okay, last one. Number seven, Oklahoma, trying desperately to somehow be relevant to get into that top four, but probably won't. Against Oklahoma State, who is also pretty good, eight and three, ranked twenty-first. Uh, Oklahoma by m- minus thirteen. Mm. I uh, I kind of I, I like the over here, and I don't even know what it is. I think there'll be a ton 69. of scoring. No pun That's, intended. Uh, I wish I could be louder and do the Ronnie the limo driver. Sixty nine. But anyway, uh, and a half. I can't be louder. Um. So, yeah, I, I I would like the over for three units, and I will take Oklahoma to win about. I don't know. 45 to 28 or something. It's another one where whatever slim chance they might have of getting into the four, yeah. they've got to, they've just got to pretend that, okay, that we have to win this game and we got to win it huge. They, they got it. And, and hope somebody else loses and muddies the waters or whatever the case may be. I don't think they have much of a, I don't know what the, uh, Cause I'm, nobody can really fucking explain to me how the how they arrive at the uh, bowl thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's worse uh, than the uh, NCAA tournament. It's supposed to be a committee, uh, you know. Right, but they, I was last. That uh, was two weeks ago, I think. We had uh, Jeff was on side sideshow. Jeff was on the show, and they were trying to we were trying to determine whether. Uh, you know what's is a loss really a loss? Like, well, it depends on who you lose to, right? And I'm yeah. like, no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it shouldn't make any difference. Losing is losing, right? You know, if you if you lose to, a, I mean, okay, you, yeah, maybe you should drop some more. But like, the point was that there was a couple of teams that lost and they didn't really lose any ground, and that makes no sense to me. If you yeah. lost, you should you should drop some spots. There's just no way around it. Oh, what they lost to whoever. Don't care. They lost. Kind of like Duke when they like. I don't know what's going to happen because that won't come out till I guess Monday. You know, losing to Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, that's what. They should drop more than a spot or two. They should drop, you know, 
not out of the top ten necessarily, but they shouldn't be like ranked second. Uh, no, they should they should definitely drop down a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, I like Oklahoma and the over. Like Oklahoma, yeah, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I can't put my money against Oklahoma. That's just that spread's not big enough to entice me to think that somehow Oklahoma State might might keep it close or something like that. It's it's. Yeah, thirteens is not not very many for a team that can score like Oklahoma can. Hmm. And there we go. That's can we? Can we? Oh, there could be some other we, games, but can we express through the professional ranks? Because I am getting non-entertainingly tired. All right, fair enough. Um, there isn't that many games, really. Right, three uh, of them have already been played. Yeah, because we already played three. So, uh, Jets at Bengals. Jets minus three. That's Jets. That's kind of a fucking no-brainer. Jets. Uh, Titans at Colts. Uh, Colts minus one and a half. Titans. Uh, yeah, I ain't against that. Um, uh, I'm totally betting the line there. Fair enough. Uh, Eagles at Dolphins, minus 10, Philadelphia. Uh, somebody told me that line was creeping downward, which, uh, you know, these Eagles are fucking terrible. But Miami is I like really the over-under in that game. What is it? 45. Mm. You like, I like the over? The, I like the over on that one. Uh, Dolphins I'm scared are horrible of defense. The Dolphins are horrible yeah, defensively. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But but the quarterback, they they do score some points though too, but they give up 800. I like the over in that one. But anyway, just uh, I wouldn't touch that total just in case Philly wins 30 to 10. I don't know why I would even think Philly could beat Miami from the last two weeks of what I've watched. But uh, yeah, I'll go Philly. Right. Um, Packers at Giants, Green Bay minus six. That's uh, a weird line, I guess. It I don't is, know. Maybe it's... the Packers uh, laid an egg. They were horrible last last time out. And I'm gonna yeah. guess that's got something to do with it. It's in New York, so if the Giants did have any chance of doing anything, it would have to be there. Uh, but fuck, yeah, they couldn't I, even I, beat, I couldn't even beat the fucking Bears. I still got to go Packers, yeah. Yeah, I'm going Packers because I got to figure Aaron Rodgers was not going to be happy about last week because um, they suck. Correct. And that's never good for the, usually for the next week out. So, uh, all right, uh, fucking weird line on this one too. Cleveland at Pittsburgh, minus two to Cleveland. That's fucked up. Yeah, Mason is Mason. Yeah, Mason Rudolph is is benched. Um, and it's the rematch of that big fucking bananas ending. I I, I love Cleveland. Uh, Mike Tomlin's a great coach to have that sloppy bunch doing something. But uh, I think Cleveland's kind of got it together and and will. Win. They've been they've been rolling the last couple of weeks. They look they look pretty good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would I would go with that too. I'll take Cleveland there too. 
Um, the Redskins at Carolina. Minus uh, ten to Carolina. Uh, uh, you know, uh, they they should pulverize, pulverize the Redskins. The Redskins. Um, but it is December, and I I have a history of shorting people on Christmas presents when I when I was gambling uh, because of matchups like this. Uh, but I, I I can't take the Redskins. I just can't. So no, it's, I, I might be willing to think about it if it was in Washington, but it's not. Yeah. So then I'm kind of done at that point too. Yeah. Panthers, begrudgingly the Panthers, though, because they're not very good either. Uh, right. So who knows there? That, that might, well, the over-under on that one is 39. Yeah, yeah, but, Redskins don't, that, yeah, that's hard to say. That damn Carolina can have, I forgot to throw them, in, them into that Titans-Jaguars batch of ugly game fucking nine nothing type shit. So. Yeah, well that's that's where this next game is headed. Tampa Bay at Jacksonville. Minus two and a half to Tampa Bay. They just beat somebody last week on the road like that. Didn't they, they did. They beat, um, they beat uh, the Falcons. Yeah, which... who are, are, are kind of hot even though they didn't look like it last night. Um I, uh, Jags got the Jags got pounded by Tennessee, forty-two to twenty. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ride Nate's team here and think that Bruce Arians has has them guys uh, believing in themselves towards the end of this year. I think they beat them big. I don't think Tampa Bay's record is indicative. I don't think they're as bad as that four and seven. Yeah, I think they just got to get their shit together. And Aaron, they just got to get their shit together. Yep. Then we have the Armando Martinez game of the week. Mondo. Armando has never been as happy as he is right now with his Forty Niners. Forty Niners at Baltimore. What a tough marquee, great game. That's my birthday, by the way. Is it? Oh, well, happy birthday. Sunday, I knew Sunday that December 1st is my 50th I was going, birthday. I was going kayfabe there because I actually knew that. But Send um, some money to Patreon or something, and Nate and Tim will get it to me. Um, anyway. Uh, he would. What's the uh, line? Minus, what's the line there? Minus five to Baltimore. So Baltimore's home, huh? Yeah. I mean, you basically got what it boils down to for me. 49ers fucking defense is incredible. Yeah. But they but they have not faced a quarterback like Baltimore's. So uh, who, who who wins that battle? That's the question. Uh, I got to shoot my own horn. When uh, people were passing on him, I said he will be the best quarterback out of that class. And uh, it's undisputed at this point. But um, anyhow, uh I think Cinderella turns into a pumpkin. Not that they are not really Cinderella. I think San Francisco decimated Green Bay to prove to me that they're a little bit legit. And uh, five points seems a a long line for a one-loss team who lost by three to Seattle. I'll take take the 49ers plus the five. I think the only thing that the people are looking at 
And I didn't come up with this on my own. I actually heard somebody else come up with this. When you look at who San Francisco has played, okay, they beat Tampa Bay. All right, Tampa Bay, nobody really sure whether they're in a good or not. They beat the Bengals. They suck. They beat Pittsburgh after Roethlisberger was hurt. They beat Cleveland, who at that, and that was week four when they were sucking. They beat the Rams, who aren't very good. They beat Washington, who's not very good. They beat Carolina, who's kind of iffy. And I'll I'll give them kudos because I think Arizona is better than their record. Then they lost to Seattle. Then they beat Arizona again. Then I'll give them the win over Green Bay. I'll give them that one. But really, I mean, 10-1 is 10-1. Don't get me wrong. But quality of of opponents there has not been the greatest. So, uh, I mean, I agree, but the old adage is you can only beat who you play. Uh, and, uh, no, and that's what I say. You know, 10-1 is 10-1. I mean, you still got to win them, right? But this is going to be their <coughs> on the road against a guy who, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but he's a passer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a cross-country flight. The other guy, yeah. I mean, we're talking about a guy who can do everything. And you cover he, your receivers, he'll burn you on the ground. He's uh, always been his. He's always had his balls busted too. Like he's going to have that chip on his shoulder yeah, until he gets both both the MVP and the Super Bowl. I think we may be looking at a Super Bowl preview here. How about you that? could be well be right there, sir. This should be, regardless of what happens, this should be a hell of a game. Yeah, it's going to be a huge. So I'm going with the Niners plus five. I, I think Baltimore will win, but not okay, by three I will points take, like usual. Just to be different and to piss off Armando, because I love him, I'll take Baltimore. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's not exactly crazy. <laughs> well, Armando and I got playing. a thing going where he picks at me and I pick at him, and we both love it. So, Right on. Um, because I always tell him he's the uh, he hates uh, because of his uh, Latino heritage and well actually his Mexican heritage he hates uh, Argentina in soccer so he hates Lionel Messi who's really really good and I always tell him he's you know Lionel Messi's long lost cousin or he, he flops like Lionel Messi I'm forever digging him on social media and all that shit so we have a good time he's he's right. another guy who just Life shits on him, and he just picks himself up, and he gets mad for a minute and goes about his business. Yeah. Some people, some people could learn some lessons from that guy too, about how to how to act. But anyways, uh, that's enough of pumping Armando. Um, Rams at Cardinals. Uh, Rams minus two and a half. You know, fuck McVay. I'm tired of him. Everybody's on to him. He fucked me on the uh, Saints game when Drew Brees got his finger fucked up and Teddy Bridgewater, who couldn't lose after, but as a backup on, you know, (laughs) shaky ground, lost me a lot of money when I actually put real money down and fucked me up for a little bit. Uh, So fuck the Rams. Um, I'm going against them. They're they're a fraud. Look, the Cardinals are – they play fucking hard. They stay in games. Their record, they're not as bad as 3-7-1 either. They're a lot better than that. 
they're just still pretty young and still learning. But um, I like that minus two and a half. That's that's fucking. I'll take the Arizona. I can't stand their hands either. But that's a that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, Fuck them. Chargers at Broncos. This is fucking going to be a boring fucking game, probably. And a hard ass uh, game to fucking pick. Chargers minus three, but this game is in Denver, and that does fucking count for something, regardless of how bad Denver might be. I'd, I'd probably get off a plane in Denver and just drop dead with that altitude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because I would be very, very much tempted to go try some of that fucking Colorado weed. Yeah. That would definitely kill me. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just for just for fuck's sake, because Philip Rivers and his eight kids and whatever fuck else he's got going on has not led the Chargers to really anything. Um, nope. So, I'm taking the Broncos. I mean, last week they talked about, oh, he's a fucking Hall of Famer and all this shit, and I'm like, yeah, okay, he's got, I guess he's got the stats, but fucking what's he ever won? Nothing. 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 And I always kind of figured that for a quarterback – Unless your stats are like fucking out of this world here. Marino. Like if you're a Marino, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I don't know where he, I mean, Philip Rivers is up there. He'll probably, I mean, he'll get into the Hall of Fame, but I don't hold him in that same category as those other, you know, as his contemporaries like Drew Brees or fucking, no. uh, well, nobody's fucking Brady. That guy's in a league of his own, but um, yeah, fuck the Chargers. I'll take Denver. Oh, here's, the Nate, the, here's the second Nate Bush game of the week because it involves a team that he just loves to hate on. Uh, the Raiders at the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs have just not uh, – minus 11 Kansas City. Uh, the Chiefs have not really lived up to the hype this year. No. That, their quarterback out for a bit, but even yeah. since they come back, they haven't really looked that spectacular. He hasn't been the same have, guy since he came back. Right, and and they, you know, early in the season they were scoring a lot, but they couldn't stop other people from scoring, even in their victories. Uh, that said, Oakland may have uh, deflated at this point. Um, the Jets smacked the shit out of them last week. Um, it is a rivalry game, in a sense. Yeah. But, but. Uh, all that Gruden versus uh, Andy is kind of kind of cool, but uh, I think Andy smashes the fucking Raiders to death. Well, I'll give you this little stat. I agree with you, and I'll give you this little stat to back it up. Kansas City points for three hundred and six. Oakland points for two twenty eight. Okay. Points against Kansas City two fifty six. Oakland 284. So if Kansas City's got a bad defense, which we will agree they do, how bad's Oakland's when they've given up another 30 more points? And at least as yeah. you just finished saying, uh, Kansas City scored almost 100 points more than Oakland. So that should be a Yeah, they're going to score their balls off. Well, speaking of fucking uh Speaking of Armando Martinez, he's hurt. No way. <laughs> yeah, he just hit the social media. <laughs> Armando, what a guy. <laughs> I love him. Anyways, uh, 
Okay, we got two games left. This this one should be actually might be a pretty interesting game. Patriots at the Texans. And apparently Vegas feels the same way about this game because it's minus three to New England. Um, I love Houston. Um, do you remember Deshaun Watson against Tom Brady, part one, when he dueled him till the end and and just barely lost? Yep. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. I believe it was last year. I think it was last year. Uh, I think Houston, you know, finally uh, New England plays a team that can punch them in the mouth. And well, I, I mean, like I said, let's, let's look at New England's last two outings. Barely beat the Cowboys. And granted that Barely one beat the Eagles. And barely beat the Eagles. Both teams who, who are who both playing stay. terrible. Yeah, who are both playing terrible. And it was all they could do. It, was, it wasn't so much the Patriots beat them. It was more that they sucked. Let's right. be, I'll call it what it is. Um, so if the Patriots are going to lose a game, this looks like a good one to me. I'll, uh, I'll buck. I mean, I fucking don't like to bet against Tom Brady, but yeah. Uh, fuck that shit. I'll take the Texans. Yep. What the hell? And then in another game, the Monday Nighter, which the last game on the docket, which should be a pretty good game too. Uh, Minnesota at Seattle. Uh, and there again, uh, Vegas all over it. Uh, Seattle only minus three. Seattle was here last week, and uh, I don't remember if where Minnesota played. Uh, that's not like cross-country flight. Minnesota's pretty good. Dalvin Cook can run on them all day, probably. Uh, that's the tough Vikings game to barely snuck by Denver, twenty-seven twenty-three. Yeah, and they were losing twenty twenty to nothing at halftime or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, fuck it. What's the line? Minus three to the Seahawks. So, in odds makers speak, the home field automatically gets three points. Yeah, so basically, so they are, though, they're they, saying they're even up. It's a pick much. them, yeah. Uh, I don't believe they're even. I think Seattle's – nah. You know what? I, I don't like to give Minnesota credit ever. And that, <laughs> that goofy Cousins is playing good. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings, I guess. Uh, for, oh, you fucker, you. <laughs> for three units. No way. Well, I just, my, my thing, and maybe I'm, you know, I look at the games differently than you do, which is why it's always fun when we do this. Um, I just, Russell Wilson greater than Kirk Cousins. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm I'm done there at that point. But that's maybe not enough. Uh, Seattle's pretty fucking good, though. Now, if this Their game games? was in Minnesota, I might then I'm, that might be a different song. Seattle don't um, blow nobody out though. Like they could have killed the Eagles last No, they just, they they just seem to fucking do enough, and and unfortunately, it's him. He's the reason they win. Right. If he has a good. If he has a good game, they'll win, and if he doesn't, they're fucked. Because they ain't got nobody they, else. They could do a twenty six twenty five win and Minnesota still cover, so I'm I'm going with the bikes. 
I'll, I'll stick. I, I'm. I don't really like Seattle very much, but I give credit where credit is due. Russell Wilson is a fucking beast. Um, I'll take Seattle just to fucking keep things interesting. I actually want him to have a bad game in Minnesota to beat them, just so Lamar Jackson will win the MVP. <laughs> what? I thought there was maybe some twisted Philadelphia Eagle logic coming at me. <laughs> no, I, I'm not one of those retards that. Fuck, dude, the, the Eagles the could stands. fucking still win the East. Yeah, and they probably will. Their schedule. Yeah, because if they beat so Dallas. Easy. Well, they'll have to beat There's, Dallas, and then they'll have to, yeah, have to have that, one more win, though, because they. That's a home. Well, no. Game. If they beat if they beat Dallas, then they'll be even up head to head, right? Because Cowboys won the first game. Yeah, right? but I, I think common opponent they, they the Eagles have the time. They would get it then. Bullshit. I mean, I they really so. when you, when you look at their schedule, like even as bad as they've been this year, it's, got, it's the easiest uh, schedule left. Yeah. Yeah, they get Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Cowboys, Giants. Well, really, yeah, they should fucking right. win five in a row there. Really. Uh, at least four, or five. at least four, or at least four. And if and they could probably even backdoor their way if Dallas loses to somebody else. You know what I mean? So yeah. So really, they they should fucking they should make it. Although it won't matter because if they make it, they're still going to get fucking slaughtered. But yeah, it's a shame we don't have Nick Foles to come in for the playoffs. But anyway. But there, that takes care of it, and that's a fucking late night, man. It's ten after three Saturday morning. But we delivered hey, I had as to, always. I had to get on the air, even though I was a little quieter after the first uh, little bit because I. Yeah, it was good like to. Said, it was good to shoot the shit. It was good to do the games. It's been a while. Been a hot Yeah, minute. we did everything. So, so it was. It was good. I enjoyed it as always. And uh, you say what they want, but this show always gets fucking listeners. There's people see TR and they're fucking on it. So this one won't be any different. Like Sammy Callahan, I'm going to call myself the draw. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wait till Bush hears that one. He's <laughs> what? Motherfucker ain't even been on the phone oh, in six months. Now here's the thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Bush is a good dude, though. Sure is. Hopefully he gets me a Tennille Dashwood uh, fucking yeah, birthday a, thing. Got a heart the size of fucking Texas, that guy. Yeah, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah, both, yeah, both ways. Yeah. Good good dude, though. And give you the shirt off his back if he had one to give you. Yes, he would. But he'd well, also take note, your shirt off if he was in the mood to well, have something going yeah, on. I don't know. I think even if I needed a shirt, I might tell him to keep his shirt on, but that's me. Uh, right on. Big hairy All dude. Right. But anyways, yeah, that's it for Tim and Tom for another night. Take us home, DR. Uh, before I do, I want to say again, oh, if I can make right. it like another 30 hours or something, I don't know the exact, but I will be 5-0, not, not a police officer, 50 years old. <laughs> for all <laughs> you who doubted I would make it. You never told me you knew Jack Lord. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you like that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I like obscure references. Of course I do. Um, da, 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 never mind. Anyhow, oh, yeah, I will be 50 on Sunday. And uh, any listeners that would love to 
make my day better. Send me some kind of shit, like good shit, like money or something. <laughs> shit like money. Yeah, I need money. So but, what, pesos will be all right? Yeah, if, if you got pesos, and I Enough hope that's not a slur towards our friend Armando. No, it's not, but, but they're just not worth that much. I mean, you can, uh, They used to have Turkish millionaire on Howard Stern, and a million Turkish dollars is like two bucks or something. Whatever <laughs> you want to send me. It's uh, not far off from that. Yeah, uh, tell your friends. Yeah, well, like I said, uh, you know, maybe yeah. you need to start up a Tom Robinson's Amazon uh, fucking wish list. Oh, great. After I just buried them in the first hour of the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, you know, would you believe... But, uh, fuck, I, you know, we're going to keep talking. I just know it. We only got 18 minutes left of, before they fucking cut us off, period. But um, would you believe Vince Russo has a fucking... Amazon wish list where you can go and buy that fucker something. Can you imagine? You know he he does he doesn't have the cult of Cornette or you know. Oh, he's got con- a loyal fan base though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he does have a loyal fan base, so I'm sure it works for he's him. He's very much uh, apparently he's very much into vinyl, and I guess a lot of people buy him records. He's a uh, you know much maligned, not very well liked guy by a lot of people. Um. But I, I, you know, just know he's he's a kind of a carnival barker, carny con. Like I know he really believes what he says, but it doesn't. It never really bothered me that much as much as others. So I don't know. Well, the only thing about him is that he he's another one where he did everything and everybody else did nothing, kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, and I but, think, but 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 I don't know how much of that, like you say, how much of that is part of the shtick. I don't know. Well, another um, another I would add to that is like I have some of those character flaws as well, because he gets. It seems to me, he gets no credit, and gets criticism, when indeed he did play some part in in some things that did work very well. So he overcompensates by saying that he did it all and nobody else did, if you know what I'm saying. It's kind yeah, of like well, I mean, a flawed way of thinking. I mean, they, they all say that he takes credit for shit he didn't do. Okay, that I don't know if that's true or not. I wasn't there. But I do know that none of them dispute the fact that he was writing that show when it was fucking doing as good as it ever did. So yeah. you can't take that away... Regardless, if you want, you know, because they always their argument. His haters, the argument is, well, uh, fucking well, Vince. Well, okay, if that's the case, then that must fit for you too, then, right? For instance, and I'm not throwing any shade at anyone, but like Pritchard, well, his argument was, well, without Vince as the filter, he's a nobody. Well, all right, then so are you. Yeah, that can be said about every employee, basically. Yeah, because, I mean, if that's if Vince fucking decides everything there and nothing gets by him without his chop, well, then he must get credit for fucking everything, then. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you can't have it both ways. All I right. mean, I'm not the biggest, I'm not a big Russo fan. Uh, anyway, uh, to throw some shade on somebody else who, who I know you know, but we don't know personally, so we don't care, um, would you believe... I got a Bruce Pobans update for you. 
Uh, no, that's that's uh, he's like in his seventies by now, right? Yeah, he's uh, yeah, something like that. He 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 claims, and I don't know if any of this is true. He claims that he's terminally ill with cancer, which he could be. Yeah, he could be. He could be. Then he he posts videos of himself at the hospital, and he admittedly looks sick as a dog. He gets out of the hospital. He says he's he's terminally ill. I've had the last rites. I'm probably going to die, which could have all been true. Then today he posts that he's going to get back into the ring. He's just waiting for the call from WWE. Wow. And I'm like, uh... dude, you're just not well, right? You're what, yeah. what, what's that called? Like when you're an habitual liar, you've just been uh, telling that song for so long you just can't stop. I, you were I never think... in W, you know, you were never in WWE. You never wrestled Andre the Giant. You never did any of these things. You at best were in some independent shows in wherever you lived. I don't doubt that. I mean, he had on there the other day that. Uh, he 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 was reminiscing about the time he spent with Dusty Rhodes, and the times they wrestled each other for the title. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Like that's easily verified. I mean, Dusty only had the title what once? Uh, I think more than once, but I may be wrong. World. I mean, he was U.S. champ a few times, I think. But 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 that all happened when people when. All that shit was on TV and house shows were, you know, that's that's in the time of the Observer and all that. There's no way that Dusty, I mean, if Dusty Rose wrestled the fucking Hangman for the NWA title, there's a record of that somewhere. Yeah, uh, in in the in the case of that guy, I I, I just think he's uh, a screw loose. I don't think he's like. Uh... Like there used to be, uh, yeah. Kind he, of he, a... He's not trying to. He's not trying to milk, like that. He that he's well aware that his bullshit is bullshit. Right. I think. Yeah. I think he actually believes it. Yeah, I think there's something wrong with him. Um, and he may or may not have been a guy somewhere, but you know, he actually has a lot of similar qualities to me he was a a legitimate extra from what I I, he said before I think he posted some kind of weird far picture but I've been an extra in a shitload of movies I was on independence yeah but you don't see but he does he does this you you go yeah I was an extra in that movie and I I talked to so-and-so for 45 seconds while I was an extra Tobin's fucking says that he was in the film not that he was an extra that he was in the film and that the fucking rock actually the last one he had on there was that he was in Baywatch which he was in the background for eight seconds as a guy sitting there on the beach or whatever but he's oh Pamela Anderson phoned me and asked me to be in this movie with her and the rock because of course I know the rock from my days in the wrestling world well (laughs) Bruce no 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 you don't I don't know, man. All of his stories have a little tiny grain of truth in them. Yeah. Uh, and then he and then he takes it and blows it like, you know, like he's got pictures on there of well, this here's me and my uh, my nephew and uh, 
were uh, when in the, my time in in WCW, and it's a picture of him with uh, Savage and uh, Miss Elizabeth, but it's clearly him at a you know a meet and greet. <laughs> but he, but he, but he's pulling off you know no this is just us taking a picture, okay well because of course I wrestled Randy many times back in the day. <laughs> like no you didn't. I think he's well, maybe with the wrestling crazy. buddies or something, but yeah, he's nuts. But anyways, enough of Bruce Bobans. He gets too much press. Uh, on a related note, though, the hundredth episode of the uh, podcast came out the other day. You know which one I'm talking about. Um, I actually listened to the top ten before I fell asleep last night. Uh, did you? I I just I don't know. I'm still trying to decide whether I liked it or not. I I liked. Cornish's attempt at bringing back show history with impressionist Jim Ross. Uh, but otherwise, I thought the top ten was pretty much the same as it's been like for five well, years. What, okay, and what I couldn't understand about that was is they, it wasn't the last time the top ten was on the show, which granted is a long time ago, that wasn't the top ten. So who came up All with right. the top ten? Nobody voted it on just, it because nah. they didn't do that. So I don't really – I mean, to me, what I did listen – I mean, the top ten, I mean, okay, I didn't I didn't find most of that. Yeah, like you said, it was basically just a rehash of what it was in episode 40. Um, it, it was like, I mean, am I listening to the Jim Cornette experience or am I listening to the Super Podcast? Yeah, I, I didn't really want to listen after that because I yeah, I'm not but it's a fan uh, well, I didn't. I have to admit, I turned it off, and I won't bother with part two. I will, um, because I was around when Waltman worked for Dennis. Okay, well, then you've got a personal interest in it, and that's different. But I just, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, they spend it, they spent twenty-one minutes talking about a Yo Mamba update when there isn't one. Nobody yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> well, we went there and we talked to Jerry Lawler, and Jerry Lawler said this and this, and he phoned a guy, but nobody knew. Okay, well, you could have done that in two minutes. Right. I, I you know, I, like I said, I, I, I mean, I'm not I, trying to throw shade at, I mean, I don't care about any of that other shit. That's long past history. I don't care anymore. But for a show that he claims is what he had to work on for six months to put out, because <laughs> we could have done that in an afternoon. Yeah, um, I, I just you know I I've always favored the humor more than the the history. Um, although I do you know it depends. On yeah, I mean I don't mind is. it if it's something I haven't heard about before, or and depending on who's develop who's. Uh, doing the history part, like, but he only has three people on the, you know, it's the same five guys over and over and over now, and it's, I don't know. It, it, it was, I was expecting, I was kind of hoping that, okay, it's the 100th episode, and he's supposed to have been working on it forever and a day, because he's quite capable of a masterpiece if he wants to. He just doesn't seem to want to anymore for whatever reason. No, he's just well, too busy doing other shit, I guess. The, the reason is the dollar bill. Um, obviously, Cornette generates a lot of revenue, especially with the YouTube and everything else. And uh, I would I would bet my bottom dollar that Barry and uh, Jeff are generating revenue. And 
I mean, the, the, the only thing that I have to say that I laughed out loud at was the Bobby Blaze phone call. I don't even remember the Bobby Blaze phone call. Was uh, that there's, the top uh, right at the end, there's a um, uh, phone calls to the, the Super Podcast hotline, I think he called it. And he's had people that were, which is where, to be honest, is what he should have had you do. It's people are phoning and leaving, a, and he did, you know, like, okay, I didn't answer the call, and you left a message for me. And the Bobby uh-huh. Blaze one was fucking hilarious. Because, uh-huh. you know, Bobby, right? Fuck this, fuck yeah. that. What the fuck? Where are you? Call me back. Are you, how come I'm not host, co-hosting this fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. Bobby being Bobby, right? <laughs> and it was yeah. hilarious. And uh, but other than that, it was uh, it was very underwhelming. I maybe my expectations were too high. I don't know, but I, I wanted it to be good because I haven't heard a fucking super podcast in a long time, and I was hoping it it was worth the effort, but it really wasn't for me. But anyways, enough of that shit, too. Maybe he should rename it the Six Hundred Five Tepid Podcast. The Tepid Cast. Uh, the uh, mediocre podcast. It certainly is. Yeah, well, it, yeah, let's be honest. I mean, all the other shit aside, at one time, that fucking show was good. Yeah, I think I remember I was on it. <laughs> to I think you time. might have been on it at one time when it was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it just, well, I guess, yeah, I guess that's what happens when you really stop. I mean, his priority switched, and he doesn't really care about it that much. He can say whatever he wants, but he really doesn't. Because if he did, he wouldn't fucking take six months to put out a show. You know, uh, just if I'm making a couple grand or ten grand or whatever to help with the Jim Cornette experience, um, I might be that oh, way too. Oh, I agree, too. but I'd say so. Yeah, That's but all. he won't. He won't. That's he's a different kind of cat, and. Yeah, just be, yeah. oh, I, I know you guys all love this thing. I'll get one out when I fucking get one out. Not, yeah, yeah no, no, for sure this week for fucking six fucking, six fucking months, he told people. Oh, yeah, no, next week for sure. And he uh, pretty much. I obviously knew he wasn't going to. Pretty much, even though I still, honest to God, I've never listened to that episode where he said those disparaging remarks. Just because I, I like to remember that as a good time in my life, and we did have great chemistry and all that kind of shit. Oh, you guys were great, and I can't, I mean, I had a fucking grand time being the tiny uh, part of that that I was. It was, I fucking loved every minute of it. I think but, that, uh, I think that it blew everything that I heard was set out of the water when he took, what did you say, six months to put out a show, and I was the yeah. reason the shows were late? Yeah, it's been a hundred and so, well, don't think he hasn't, I mean, look at it this way. I remember back in the day when that show came out, I could literally, because I was the fucking one who was doing it for him, there would be literally hundreds and hundreds of comments. You know how many comments there is for the first part of that show on his, on the Facebook page? Seventeen. Wow. And it used to be like, holy fuck, people. I mean, I used to get fucking instant messages and DMs fucking constantly. Tim, we know you don't know, but when's this fucking show coming out? Now, I have no idea when it, when it fucking comes out. <laughs> like, 
I mean, uh, I sometimes can get some hints because I'll talk to Tom or so on and tell people that. But, you know, I would talk to you or I had talked to Vandal or somebody like that. Well, you know, okay, I recorded my part, so it should be coming out pretty quick or something like that. But, I mean, nobody, I mean, he dropped the second part two hours ago, and I can remember when there would have been 100 people would have commented in 10 minutes. He's got one so far. Wow. You know, so whatever fan, I mean, he, ha, I mean, I don't doubt that he has a, uh, he's got a, a, a cadre of hardcore fans, but he lost a shitload of them because people just, he's not around enough for anybody to give a fuck anymore. There's so yeah. many, so many things you can listen to. So people found something else to listen to. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's just the way it goes. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, that'll be the last thing I say about it. I mean, Brian is quite capable. He's a fucking excellent interviewer when he wants to be. He just seems to have a issue about certain elements of how to deal with people, and he burns bridges. Let's put it that way. And I'll just leave I've it never, I've never knew anybody that, like, I've heard that people existed that um... – you know, without something being like a, a crime, like a murder or a, a molestation or something, like that person's dead to me, uh, I'll never speak to them the rest of my life type of thing. Uh, for such petty things, like I don't stay mad more than like a couple of days for much bigger fish. He stays mad like uh, a fucking female would. It's strange. Um but no. no offense to females, but you know, like that. I'm. I remember that thing you did to me 12 years ago. And yeah. I'm still mortally wounded by it, and it was nothing on top of it all. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't ever. Yeah, he he's he's the one. I mean, the only thing I can say about that is he better hope that Jim Cornette never ever falls out of favor. Because oh. <laughs> if he does, then he's done because he's burned the bridges in every other direction. Except maybe Ron Fuller, but Ron's smart enough to to uh, not give him control of everything. So, yeah. But anyway, on that note, let's wrap her up. Yeah. I'm to find you um, in bed, there, young man, and me too. Yes, sir. So, anyways, that's the second ending now for anyone who's still crazy enough to be listening to this, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Take us home, Tom. Peace. We're out of here.